You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I think we should have revolving one-way doors. Oh, you can go Where, in, but the you, wildlife well, can't get right. out? If you want to get an up-close-and-personal view <laughs> to the lion habitat, <laughs> go ahead. I'm not stopping you. Now, the lion can't get out for safety reasons. We don't want other people at the zoo to be harmed. But it's just as a one-way revolving door. You go right on in. Dude, take your chances. You may have struck on one of the greatest ideas you've ever had. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavakadoo! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Whoopah! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Today is Wild Card Wednesday. Oh, yeah. We were cut short last Wednesday, so we couldn't really do it. We didn't even, yeah, we barely had any Wens, let alone Wednesday, let alone Wild Card Wednesday. We didn't get any of that. That means you control the stupidity of this show. You can tweet us at manandbone971. Some questions or off-the-wall topics for Wild Card Wednesday. On campus at 448, name-dropping with Jeff Rimmer. In the 5 o'clock hour, Buckeye Hoops getting ready for Duke tonight at Cameron Indoor. Buckeyes beat Duke last year when they were ranked number 1. Duke is number 17 this season. They lost to Kansas, and I think they just lost to Purdue. Yeah, I Pretty badly, right. too. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm very hopeful with this Buckeye basketball team, how they have been playing. I know they haven't been playing the greatest competition ever, but that Maui tournament was not a bunch of stiffs. You know, like, they... They showed up and played in some pretty decent competition, some good defensive basketball teams. They found some scoring. They found some options. They found, you know, Justice Suing had one of his, well, I think the best game he's had since he's been at Ohio State. I don't know about his time out West, but that's the best game I've seen him play. So let's hope that, that continues tonight. Big atmosphere, big place to play. Everyone wants to, you know, go beat Duke at Duke. Buckeyes get a chance to do it. Coverage starts at six tonight. I, I don't know what to expect tonight. I will tell you that I like this team. I like this team more than I thought that I would. I didn't know what to make of it. Um, I think Chris Holtman still doesn't know what to make of it in terms of his rotation. That's not set yet, but you know, there's some beefy guys on this team. There's some guys that can create their own shot and they're not pushovers defensively. That's not to say they're, you know, clicking as a whole unit yet, but Chris Holtman team's not known for their defense. I think this team could be among the best Chris Holtman teams when it's all said and done when it comes to defense. Well, you know, in in a way, they are not quite a version of the football team in that sense where the offense is just so high-powered you don't have to play any defense because obviously that's not true for the football team, let alone for the basketball team. Can the football team play a little bit of defense, though? Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. But we've always said with the football team, like if you could just improve that to a top 25 defense, watch out. And then they kind of did this year in name only. Not real. Didn't turn into a real defense. Yeah. 
Sorry, I just brought everything down with that. I'm Thank now you. just focused on I that. I'm sorry. It. Anyway, the point was this team now has enough offensive spark to it that I feel like if they're not the best defensive basketball team in college basketball, but they, they've been in the top 50 for defensive efficiency so far this year. That's a far cry from where a lot of Chris Holman teams tend to end up in, in those rankings. I'll take top 50. I will take top 50 efficiency defense. Let's go. So I, I have some cautious optimism with this team. Uh, I was talking to Timmy Hall out in the hallway there. Duke does have some big dudes, a couple seven footers underneath the baskets. So height disadvantage tonight for the Buckeyes. So you're going to need Zed Key to show up and play big. Um, you're going to need Okpara to show up and play big. Like there, there's, there's a few guys that are going to have to play and, and do some things. I am thankful this game doesn't start at nine. Like most of these Buckeye Duke games do, coverage starts at six right here on the fan. Last, uh, the latest playoff rankings were released last night. Georgia one, Meat Chicken up a spot to two, TCU up a spot to three, USC up two spots to four. Not surprising. We wondered where the Buckeyes would slot in. Would Alabama be ahead of them? The answer is no. Buckeyes are down three spots to five. Then it's Alabama up a spot to six. Tennessee up three spots to seven, Penn State eight. Who cares? Um, I'm not surprised by. I guess I'm a little surprised that maybe they'd have Alabama ahead of Ohio State, but you know I know we're playing the game now. I read about 20 articles today with people talking about what's going on on Friday night and how the viewership's going to be huge. I I wouldn't bet against Ohio being or Columbus being the top market. For that oh, game on yeah. Friday night. Right. Or at uh, least in the top three. Well, you know, Utah and L.A., you know, L.A. doesn't care about their sports. I can see Columbus being the top market for that game on Friday night. You have two games that could very well be upsets. You know, TCU could lose to Kansas State. What are they? Two-point favorites, two-and-a-half-point favorites, something like right. that. Yeah. And USC is around the same. Two-point favorite, two-and-a-half-point favorite against Utah, and that's the one team they lost to. So both of these games, you just need one to end in an upset. Both could be in an upset. When it's all said and done, Ohio State and Alabama could find their way in. Yeah, I am. Uh, I know a lot of Buckeye fans are trying to turn the page with this thought process that, yeah, but maybe we'll get a shot to go up against Michigan again maybe, maybe that'll happen. Could happen. I'd, l- I'd love to see it. I'd love to find out what happens. Love to see if there's a way to redeem what happened last week. You're going to have to medicate me. Well, if it, if that happens, I'm, I'm dead serious. Dude, I've just had a month of World Cup fever. And then you want to give me this coming up on the new year? I, look, My liver is going to need not, a vacation. No, I am not a healthy guy. Okay. I'm going to be like OBJ on that plane. Whatever he had on that plane, I want it. Right. Yeah, I want you to barely be able to wake me up. <laughs> yeah, that's because I emotionally that's, will that's not be sedative. able to handle it. No, man. I don't know. I don't know how. I've never had to process two Michigan games in a year. Now, it's already. I've heard this post plenty of times. Depending on what season of Big Ten football we are in, let's say what just happened this past weekend happened. I don't know, three years from now? Yeah, well, yeah. You'd, you'd be having this game again. Yeah. I don't know what this week would be like. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Monday, would we have had the funeral? Or would we have no, been like, oh, well, hey. Well, yeah, no, there wouldn't be, be oh, well. I mean, you'd be depressed. and But it'd be like, but it doesn't matter because we got a shot again no, to redeem it's still it. mad. Whenever somebody comes, when Michigan comes onto your home field and beats you, it still matters. 
Yeah, but it's you, always going to matter. But if you were to get him in the one that, all right, let me ask it this way, because this is actually theoretically possible this year. What? Let's say Ohio State matches up with Michigan in a college football playoff or, God dare I say it, national championship game. Would you feel like they lost the Michigan game if they beat Michigan in the college football playoffs? No. Right. Like, I'm saying if you get them in the game that gives you a trophy or I, gives yes, you a chance to advance fine. towards a championship, then it it wouldn't feel like you lost that game. No, but can you imagine what it would feel like if to you lose lost it twice to again? Oh, this is what is continually lost on people. Yeah, I agree with you. When they talk about, yeah. I want to beat Michigan at their best. It's like, yeah, all right. But what if you don't? Well, yeah. All and right. what if you lose to them twice? How does that... Look, I know that I said on Monday that I give Ryan Day one more year. He's got one more year to win the games he should win, go to Ann Arbor, and win there and win the Big Ten. And if that doesn't happen, I ask him to leave. Uh, But if it works out that Ohio State backs their way into the playoffs and winds up playing the number two seed Michigan because they're the three seed because Alabama also backs themselves in, and they play Michigan in the playoffs... And lose the same way they just lost? I don't know if I can ask him to come back next year. I may have to fire him right now. I feel like. Good news for him, not my call. I feel like technically what we said on Monday was he gets one more chance to beat Michigan. Okay. All right. That's right. So So he does. So if he doesn't beat Michigan at the end of this year, if he gets in, I know we're counting a lot of chickens before they're hatched. I, I know there's a lot of people who disagree with me on this. I am like borderline 50-50, can't make up my mind if I even want the second crack at Michigan. If I, like, this year, because I don't know that what I saw What makes broken, you think it's going to be different? That's what I'm saying. I don't, did we, everyone who's like, ah, oh, we'll fix it, we'll do it, let's get another chance. We will? Sure. Who? What was broken in this game that needs to be fixed? What do you think will change between now and then? If you're going to say healthy running game, sure. Guess who else could say that? Michigan. If you're going to say, well, our best defensive player wasn't on the field, that's not true. Our best defensive players were on the field, and they got smoked. Michigan's best defensive player was not on the field for most of that game. He may very well be able to come back for that game. All all I know is, you're right. If you think, like I do, that Jim Harbaugh is stupid, J.J. McCarthy, not really good throwing the ball down the field, he and doesn't those, have to be right. He doesn't have to be because number one, they'll be able to run the ball even better than they did this past game, which by the way, they ran a pretty good in the fourth quarter. I don't know if you paid attention to that, but also they, they will be able to yet again, move the ball, control the clock. Unless this team somehow magically starts to play defense in a better way for four whole quarters than what they played all year. And most of last year, including the two times in that stretch, they played Michigan. So, yeah, I mean, never going to turn down a chance to go out and try to avenge the loss, right? But this would be an all-time reset on the rivalry. If Michigan beats you twice in a month... I can't. I can't. If they beat you twice in a month or five weeks... I'd rather rather be in the room tonight as my parents have sex. I'm telling you. I hope they're not. I think... Well... I hope they're not anyway. But, you know, hey, man, they're healthy 72-year-olds. Maybe they're banging... I would rather be in the room watching that till whenever it's completed. I honestly think, though, if I told you Michigan 
was guaranteed, Ohio State was guaranteed to play them in a national championship and you beat Michigan, you would sign up for a year of watching your parents have sex, wouldn't you? On the other end of that stretch, yeah, I know I you hope, would. I hope maybe they just have sex once a year. Well, it's however, long, it's however every, often. Every night. But they don't know you're watching, so that wouldn't affect it. Oh, so okay. it'd be whatever their normal cadence is that they're on. I like the word cadence. Uh, that's a business like email term like that now we're applying to your parents' sex life. All right. It's good. Uh, more dis- Hey, Buckeyes got awards. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. On westbound 670 at 3rd Street, accident off on the right firm. Also picking up an accident, Bryce Road at Scarborough Boulevard. This report is sponsored by Meyer. Save up to $30 all week long at Meyer with Cyberbucks and M-Perks. Clip the coupon in M-Perks before you check out to save $10, $20, or up to $30. Redeem on each qualifying purchase through December 3rd. Get more for your money at Meyer. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. The big 10TV toy drive is here, and it supports the Salvation Army's Christmas cheer program. Not every family can provide gifts for their little ones, but you can do something about it. Stop by the fan in 10TV studios Thursday, December 8th, between 7 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., and greet 10TV anchors and fan personalities while you drop off your toys. For more information, visit 971thefan. Dot com. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, let's see, Mike. I have got... Uh, well, I've got two for you. I've got one that involves porn pad usage. Okay. And one that involves holiday traditions. Which one would you rather have asked about? Give me the porn pad, because I'm actually... Uh, I'm thinking about buying an upgraded pad. Okay. Because I've noticed that my porn pad is starting to slow down. It's I about see. about four or five years old, and I think we need a new one. Got a lot of miles on it. it you know say. what? It goes to a lot of sites that, that uh, stream mm. video. A lot of dudes named Miles. Anyway, Jordan Spieski says, my guys, what is the <laughs> what is the best time of day to use the porn pad? And what time is the porn pad violated the most? That's getting really specific there. Uh, I will tell you the uh, the best time of day for me for the porn pad is between 7:45 and 8:20 ish. Wow. That is very specific. Well, it's very specific because that is when uh oh god, I I already guessed that some people are out of the house. Is what I'm guessing. Not out of the house. They it's it's time to start the bedtime routine. So so the wife and the kid go upstairs and start their teeth brushing and and uh the kid watches about that is so wholesome. Twenty minutes of a that show, is so wholesome in upstairs before she goes to bed, and 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 Papa Bear's downstairs by himself, mm. and so I mm. utilize that window. I understand to just you know de stress. I understand that's a thing. It's important. Well, there's for a me. T- there's I, a, you know, I feel stressed out if I don't have I, that I got, special I time I, you don't you need to say nothing further we understand you asked me the question no, no, i'm just saying you don't have to we get why you de-stress as you put it uh curtis says what was your favorite holiday tradition growing up apparently sneaking off and checking out porn during family time i'm guessing i don't know No, it's not growing up i didn't do that oh okay well you had dial-up favorite internet so that wouldn't tradition. happen you know we had uh we had the big christmas eve the italian christmas eve with the fish 
Oh yeah, I didn't know about this until fairly recently. Yeah, I mean, how many how many different types of fish? Well, it's officially the feast of the seven fishes, but it, okay. it doesn't matter the amount. We just it was all fish and it was, you know, the only time where I'd see my whole family and the cousins would hang out and play and that was I, I still remember that. It was my grandparents' basement in Chicago and that was that was fun. I remember that. Yeah. I will say that my my more recent tradition, which is one that's happened as after i've had kids is usually like around midnight or so 11 well between 11 and midnight is when um me and mrs bone take out the porn pad no that's when we've usually finished making our arrangements with santa claus oh i see for all the the gifts that santa will be bringing uh-huh and so at that time after we've you know made those arrangements everything's good then i've usually got it's a wonderful life on and then, like, the news comes on, and I just kind of ignore it. But that's when I go and pour myself a nice cocktail mm-hmm. or just straight-up bourbon, usually, if it's not a cocktail. And then I will sit there and watch a thing that I never watched until probably about five or six years ago, and now I watch it every year. Porn pit? No. I will watch. I'm not joking. I'm not making fun of this either. Like, I will watch the the mass that they do at the Vatican. Oh, okay. Like, because I, I've, I've, I didn't grow up Catholic. I have never seen it until like a few years ago. I started watching it on TV and I, I just, I'm fascinated by the pageantry and the, I know there's all kinds of different things there that I don't understand, but I just, it's just, a, I only see it once a year. I don't watch a lot of Vatican TV. This just in. So when I, when I'm watching that, I know after this, I'm going to go to bed and tomorrow's Christmas. So that's, well, it's technically is Christmas, but you know what I mean? Does, uh, does Santa wrap the presents for your house? Santa brings different wrapping paper. Oh, usually. Our Santa doesn't wrap for us. I see. Yeah. Well, mom, and, mom and dad wrap. You can leave You can leave instructions. That's probably how. Exactly. Right. That's I've what I left my instructions with Santa. Yeah. I said, don't bother wrapping. I'm always late on the instructions, so that's why I have to talk to the big man. Santa right just up leaves, the last minute. leaves everything by the uh, fireplace. That's nice of Santa. Yeah. Good for him. It's oh. all assembled, too. Yeah, that that assembly is uh, one of the things I always like to discuss with him right before, you know, Christmas Day. Usually, some people arrange that like three weeks in advance. They talk to Santa about the assembly of the thing. I usually, I I talk to him about how to assemble these gifts right up to the last minute. Get those elves working, all that stuff. We just wrote a letter to Santa. Did you? And put it in the mail this week. Look at you. Yeah. She wanted to know how Mrs. Claus was doing. Mm. Wanted to know where he went on vacation in the summer. Wonder where Santa would go on vacation. Well, I, I hope we get a return. That'd be nice I to hope find we get a out, return right? letter. Yeah, maybe he could let you know. Yeah, Aruba. Right. Wild Card Wednesday. A uh, bunch of Buckeyes were named first team All Big Ten. I don't care. CJ was named Offensive Player of the Year and Quarterback of the Year. I don't care. Marvin Harrison was Receiver of the Year. I don't care. I'm sure a lot of you do. I'm not there yet. Maybe on Friday night I'll be like the biggest Utah fan in the world. And I'll be talking about playoff scenarios and all of that, but I can't fake it, kids. I can't sit here and say, yeah, CJ deserves it because of this and this and this. Yeah, he deserves it, I guess, because he was the best quarterback in the Big Ten. But I, I don't, I'm not at the point right now where I can be happy about these awards and first team Big Ten. Does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I believe that CJ has earned everything that he's getting accolade wise, but like you, and I'm sure like him, probably. Most of these guys, as much as they like the individual achievements and they'll have those trophies, and they'll look back on them at some point. You know those trophies would mean a little bit more to them if that were happening on the end of a season where they beat Michigan, 
They had a chance to play for a Big Ten championship and beyond that, right? I'm sure that's something that all those guys would prefer. By the way, I just got a uh, Would You Rather that... It's not Would You Rather Day. Or why did I say Would You Rather? It's Wild, Wild Card, Card Wednesday. Wednesday. That has stopped me dead in my tracks. What? <laughs> I have to share this with you. It is. Well, do you want to hold it till next segment or... Holding it is a very interesting term in light of this particular uh, tweet. I, I can I can hold it, but I... All right, hold it. Okay. Because I have one more little tidbit All that right, I want to give you. Do your other tidbit. It's I'm, just for yeah. you, too. It's about Christian Pulisic. Mm, yes. Christian Pulisic says he'll be ready to go for Saturday's match against the Netherlands, despite getting hurt against Iran. Scored the goal yesterday. He has a pelvic contusion, is what they're calling it, which yes. I think is an excellent name for a thrash metal band. Pelvic contusion. Yeah. And I, and I, uh, I respect this dude. He played his guts out for that half. And that that goal, man, putting his like body on the line to try to score that goal, that's tough. I mean, he's in the moment. I'm not saying that he had all this running through his head, but it's going to go down as one of the greatest goals in U.S. soccer history. Clearly, it was important. Um, I know that there are some people who look at these injuries in soccer and they're like, ah, oh, these dudes aren't tough. They're flopping around. And sometimes there are guys faking injuries, but... I would like to remind people that you don't get to like sub off and then 20 minutes later run back out there after they've shot you up with painkillers like in the third quarter. You can't do that in soccer. Like you either have to stay on the field or you're subbed out for the rest of the day. So sometimes these guys lay on the field for a couple minutes because they're genuinely hurt and they can't lip off to the sideline and then go in the locker room. They have to stay out there. And I mean, they've been running for 25 straight minutes. Christian Pulisic was down for like five minutes yesterday with a pelvic contusion. He went to the hospital during the game. They took him to the hospital to double check on him. Now he turned out to be okay, but yeah, they had to make sure everything was all right with that bone and make sure everything was good. He's saying he's going to be good. He is a tough SOB. I hope he is okay because they're going to need him against the Netherlands. It is Wild Card Wednesday. And what is the latest on Jamar Chase? I will tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. On westbound 670 accident off on the right berm at 3rd Street. A little bit of slow traffic between I-71 and 3rd Street approaching that accident. And some good news, Bryce Road at Scarborough Boulevard. That accident now cleared. This report is sponsored by RumkeyCareers.com. Get a career that is recession resistant. Rumkey is now hiring new and seasoned diesel mechanics and maintenance technicians. Receive competitive pay, great benefits, and paid vacation time. Join a family-owned and operated company. Apply now at RumkeyCareers.com. EOE restrictions apply. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. This stupid show is brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. Mm. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, All right, so this is the tweet I had before the break. This is from Just Some Dude who tweets. (laughs) He jumps right into it. Your toilet is sentient. Would you prefer your toilet to passionately, exuberantly crave, well, you know, what, what you produce, or deeply resent and despise you for what you do to it, and why? Well, I don't think I want that. So every time I sit down, it's in, when, I'm, when I'm going, my toilet's right. like, you disgusting pig, you disgust me. Yeah, you but, should be ashamed of yours. I'd rather the, have... 
What? The affirmation. The positive. Buddy! Yeah, this is great. Thank God you've come. I don't want either of those. I would go in the woods. I've been waiting all day for this. No. I want to please the toilet. No. no, If I make it happy. No. No. I want to make my toilet happy. This is, you've never had a dog. That's what. That's why you don't understand this. Because right, my dog right. comes. Never had a my dog. dog comes in when I walk in the house. My dog is like, "Hey, what's up, man? How you doing?" I and need like, a toilet substitute. And then I look at his. I look at the dog's food bowl, and I'm like, "Oh, I forgot to feed you today. You got a little water." He's like, "That's okay, but you're here, yay!" Like my dog does not care how stupid I am. I crap has, at the same time every day. I'm saying which is I like eight o'clock. I couldn't do that to the dog because the like that's what this would be like. The toilet is so happy no, to see you, and then you go do that. It. You're, no, no, it's fulfilling no. its toilet destiny. The toilet wouldn't know what's best You're for it. You're not defiling it. You're giving it what it needs. My dog doesn't know there are probably better dog owners out there. He just knows I'm the one who has oh, the it food. It doesn't matter. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. The, the toilet is suckling at your teeth. It, ne- it needs it. See, I want my toilet to say, because it's very rare when I got a two-dump day. Okay. But if I walk back in there at one o'clock and he looks at me and says, again, oh my God, you already did it this morning and now I get a second one. No. I'd feel so happy that I was able to give that to him. No. I don't know why I assume the toilet is also a man. I did too. Why couldn't the toilet be a woman? I bu- <laughs> I'm glad you didn't assume it was a woman. I feel oh like that would come out being You're back again. The first time was so good. Thank God you're back. Yeah. I, uh, I, I would just. I would leave the house. I would never go in, in the house again. I'd be on the, the backyard. Probably makes noises that my wife doesn't make anymore. I would see. Here's what would happen. Yes. I would go. I would go out in the backyard. I'd be doing my business. And my neighbors would be like, "What are you doing?" And I'd say, "Go in my house. Try to use the bathroom. See what happens." Either way, they'd never come out. They'd no, say, "This they is would. great." They would say, "I get why you're come over to our house." And I, and I probably so you, you want your toys to be disgusted with you? No. I would feel awful then if it's just like, no, no, ah! like I would not want that either. Would you That's be apologizing awful. to the toilet. Yes, I'm, like, like, I'm, I'm sorry. So I have to do it. I have to do it. I would be sobbing every day. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have to do this. My wife would walk in and say, why are you crapping in the sink? Because the sink doesn't judge me. You would say, yes, right. You would see me waddling around like I have just like I like I have a phone book between my legs and you'd be like, T-Bone, what's the matter? Like, I, I, haven't, I haven't crapped 17 days. <laughs> It's like in Nightmare on Elm Street where they're all drinking coffee to stay awake. Right. Yes. You're, I would be trying not to poop. I would be eating all the cheese. The whatever whites of your eyes like, have turned brown. Whatever would plug me up. That's what I'd be eating. Thanks for bringing this. By I the way, dude, only our listeners just, can do this. Just some dude tweeted that to us. And that is one of the most brilliantly crafted questions only I've ever our heard. Listeners. We had somebody tweet us today because Spotify is doing like their, their year end how many minutes you yes, listen to your yes, favorite band or whatever. Some guy named Jack said that he spoke Spotify told him he spent 33,113 minutes listening to our dumb faces. I didn't know there were that many. I don't know how many minutes are in a well, year. We, we asked how many minutes of this show we've yeah. had for the entire season. The answer is about 43,000. So he missed 10,000. What are you doing, Jack? I, yeah, that's a fair question. Where, where's the where's the ten thousand you missed? That's you know. But what? in all seriousness, thirty three thousand. That's kooky. It's, we appreciate it's it. It's ridiculous. And it doesn't matter if your number is that high or not. The fact that you guys 
Like us enough to tweet us how much you listen to us. Here, let me just run through a few that I got. Mitch tweeted us and said he listened 29,393 minutes. You're a psycho. I appreciate you. Jeff said he listened 23,027 minutes, which, again, these are all ridiculous, huge numbers. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, Disco Deacon listened to us 3,488 minutes. That is a lot of time. Thank you for listening to us for that amount of time. It's not as much as some of these other people. Well, this is also not factoring it. This is just podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people are listening on the air and podcasts combined, so maybe their number's not going to be as high. Swing Pin tweets us often. 19,000 minutes for Swing Pin. Thank you. We love seeing those. Those are like truly humbling and incredible. We appreciate all of you. Yeah, that's really awesome. I wish like Apple and Google did this stuff too, but Spotify does it, and it's fun to see how much you guys enjoy the show. All right, what's the latest on Jamar Chase? Uh, he told us he had a hairline hip fracture, and he suffered it against the Saints. Uh, he said that he held himself out last week because he didn't feel like he was ready to go, but he says he feels good this week, plans on playing. I also saw Joe Mixon was back at practice today, too, so they cannot use him properly in the offense this week. But yeah. Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon should be back, should be ready to go. I feel like the Bengals fans should feel confident about their chances to win this division. I think that you have the team to do it. You've known you have the team to do it. Yes, this team has not performed up to expectations all of the year, but this division still very winnable. Once you get in the playoffs, whole new ball game. You've been there, done that. You've got unfinished business from last year. You're you're the team that survived the Super Bowl slump. You're the team. You've survived it. Now go make the most of your chances and get out there, get healthy, and go make something something happen. You've got a chance to do it. I saw this this morning, and you and I always get sort of bogged down by what motivates these people like a, like a major league baseball like Omar Vizquel right Omar Vizquel was like trotting around as a utility man on bad baseball teams when he was 43 years old he had done it all up mm-hmm. to that point yeah right but he just needed to play baseball Ricky Henderson when he was all done in major league baseball played independent ball and you wonder what motivates some of these guys, when they got money in the bank, their family's been ignored pretty much for 20 years. Why do you want to keep going out there and doing it? I had the same question when I read this story today. Chevy Chase is closing in on 80 years old. He is 79. He has millions of dollars, I presume, in the bank that he will never be able to spend. What was he doing last night, T-Bone? I have no idea. Showing up at a suburban Chicago raisin canes to light up their Christmas decorations. <laughs> I mean, what the hell is he doing? Why does he have? Why is why? he doing that? Why? You know, almost feels like if he were, if this was thirty years ago, and a restaurant had called him up and been like, "Hey, would you come to a suburban location of our restaurant and do this thing?" He would do it almost as in a, like, wouldn't this be absurd if I did that? Like Will Ferrell doing a Lifetime movie. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, like performance art. Wouldn't this be hilarious? Annie Kaufman almost level stuff where it's like, you wouldn't expect me to do this. So here I am. But this, it actually feels like, no, he kind of needs to get the attention and the love. And he wants to be seen and be out there. I assume they don't shut down the restaurant. Like, people are probably lined up in the drive through line, getting ready to place their order. Oh, I know And they look over and they say... Is is that Chevy Chase lighting the Christmas lights? I tell you right now, if my three animal children were in, we were in line for, for that or anything that we like, but we like Raising Cane's. If we were in the drive-thru line, they're like, sorry, we're closing. 
Chevy Chase is here, they would bust out of their seatbelts and gnaw him to death. They would eat him alive. They would not. They Who's would not this suffer. Chevy right, Chase. They wouldn't care. They'd murder this guy. How dare you get between us and our fried chicken? There's no way my children would let that stand. Let alone me. I probably wouldn't either. But I'm saying when they're hungry, there's that's a tantrum that we're, we're going to have problems. And if Chevy Chase is doing that to dozens of suburbanite Chicago families, I don't know how he made it out of their life. Who benefits the most from the U.S. advancing to the World Cup? The answer may surprise you. I will share you what I will share the answer with you. Mm. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Still got that accident off on the right berm, westbound 670 at 3rd Street. Some slow traffic still approaching there between I-71 and 3rd Street, maybe a minute or two worth of delays. Also seeing a slowdown northbound I-71 north side between I-670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. At Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means that you'll get your oil changed faster than it takes to go through the outer belt during a rainstorm at rush hour. So go visit them and see for yourself just how fast you can be in and out. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Mike, before we get to more of the wild cards, what is currently happening in the World Cup is a massive wild card. So the World Cup Group C action is happening right now. Argentina leads Poland 2 to nothing in the, I can't see what that is, 89th minute, something like that. And Mexico is leading Saudi Arabia by a score of 2 to nothing in also the 88th minute. Right, Mexico and Poland, as it sits right now, Argentina will win the group. Mexico and Poland are tied on points. They would both have four points. They would both have the same number of goal differential, which I believe they'd both be at zero at this point because of the wins and losses they've had. They would have scored the same number of goals, total goals in this World Cup as each other. So that tiebreaker is eliminated They'd be through three tiebreakers before the next one. The next tiebreaker is FIFA fair play points. What is that? It's basically the number of yellow and red cards you've accumulated. Um, As it currently stands, I believe Poland has one fewer yellow card than Mexico does. Poland would advance because they got one less yellow card than Mexico did in the Three games. What, ha- what happens Cup. if they're tied on that? Then what do they do? If Poland, oh my gosh, can you imagine if some dude on the Polish team just takes a yellow card here somehow, has a bad foul, and he gets a yellow card? If they're tied, then it is literally FIFA. Their rules say they will draw lots. What is a lot? Like straws? Yeah, like they. I guess put. They have their names assigned to a number of straws, and they pull one, and that's. The There's got to be through. a better way to do this. Yes, there does. How about you line them all up and have a fashion show? Well, that doesn't sound whoever, better. Whoever's deemed more handsome gets to advance. I don't. I don't know that I care who's more handsome well, to play I, soccer. I'm just when all the soccer stuff is gone, let's go to life accomplishments. What about a high school GPA? I, here's what I say: you play until someone scores. You play until the goal differential's broken. Okay, but then, is that fair to the other team? Yeah, they have to keep playing. Like, Argentina's already advanced. Why well, do they have you to know keep what? playing? In most countries, you couldn't do this. But here, 
Put them on a bus and drive that's seven right. minutes to that's the other right. stadium because you're right. in the now smallest you guys country each ever. Other now. Go ahead. Right. And then you just finish the game on that field. Yeah, stretch them all out. By the way, for some reason, Platinum Fox is in the studio with Ted listening to the entire show today, which is normally when you get fired. That he's just waiting right. until the end of the show he's to fire us? to turn the station over to Polka or whatever. They're never, switch. I've, I've been working here for almost 20 years. He's never done this before. He's doing it today. And when we talked about Poland, he raised his hands up. He's so excited because he's Mr. Poland over there. Mm. Yeah, I know. He's excited about this somehow, some way. They almost, Argentina almost scored. They almost scored and would have just ruined everything I just said. That would have put Mexico through if Argentina scored. You're scores. rooting for chaos. I'm rooting for, yes, this is all just insanity to me. I've never seen a World Cup group go through on on the a drawing of straws. No, I've never seen that. All right, who benefits, before we get to uh, some wild card Wednesday. Yeah, that's fine. Who benefits the most from Team USA advancing? The answer is the United States women's team. So they've changed the financials around. Yes. Where it's equal pay now. This is the first World Cup where it's equal pay for women and men. The U.S. women's team earned more money from its male equivalent reaching the knockout stages than it did from winning its own tournaments in 2015 and 2019 with their new financial agreement. Uh, just the me- the men winning netted the women's team six and a half million dollars. Great, love that. And if the men continue to go further, they cash in some more. Can I tell the you? Women do the men could win the whole damn World Cup? They would never catch up to the prestige that is owed to the women's team for winning four World no, Cups. I, I get that, but now they're finally earning yeah, some cash. That's good. I I don't know why people have such a problem with this. It's not the people who play soccer's fault that the world is tilted against them. Right? It's not. Is it Megan Rapinoe's or Alex Morgan's fault that the TV numbers for women's soccer? Like, it's not their fault that they were born women and played soccer and were good at it and won the World Cup well, maybe multiple it's their fault, times. But it, I mean, if they wanted it enough, oh, when they, they were when they were in utero, they could have forced a little PP. Yeah, should have popped one out. Should have popped saying? a PP. Oh, okay, I see. Switch their what is that chromosomes? I'm just saying, if you, if you wanted enough, okay. All right. They should have known. They should have had the foresight. I've been told by people that if you work hard enough, yes, you, you can, can change anything. anything you want to change. That's uh, right. In Jurassic Park, life found a way. Yeah. All right. the dinosaurs were female until they weren't. <laughs> right. So all I'm saying is, like, since the world happens to be sexist when it comes to how we watch sports, I mean, we, I, I'm not trying to be. That's is that not real? Like, people watch way more men's sports than they do women's sports. That's. That sucks, but I'm saying that's not the women's soccer team's fault. They didn't do that. So the amount of money that's generated by U.S. soccer when the women have brought tons of prestige to U.S. soccer more than the men have, I have no problem with them getting some of the men's money. And by the way, the men get money if the women win. They get more, too. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so it's not like it's a one-way street where the women get all this extra money and the men don't. It's just they equally benefit from each other's success. So I don't see any problem with that. I think it's great. So what time is this game on Saturday? United States and a.m. And I've asked you if I could go watch it with you. You've been avoiding me. Yeah. Because, I mean, we haven't, well. I think you know what you're, you're going to do. You just don't want me to come along with you. You're embarrassed of no, me. No, no, no. It's not that. It's I have I have the anniversary. That's the day. And I'm trying to, you know, figure out. All right. How about this? I'll free you up so you can go watch the soccer. Mm. I'll hang out with your wife. I'll be I'll be the husband stand in. Okay, but I I don't know that I don't know that that's necessarily. I think she'd rather hang out with me anyway. She probably would. That's fair. 
By the way, completely unrelated to anything we've just talked about, Mm. I'd like to remind you there's this beer called USA IPA. You can find it at Zaftig Italian Village or in select retail stores. USA IPA, it has my face and Beam's face and soccer balls on it, and it's red, white, and blue. Glad I was asked to do that. Watch a lot of soccer? No, I'm saying it was supposed to be another man and bone beer. All of a sudden it? it's uh all of a sudden it's Beamer time. Mm-hmm. Well Beam has like his own chair at the rest like he's he's at Italian uh Zaptic Italian Village like every single day. I know. He has I mean literally has a chair that he never is out of. That's the chair. All right, here's a tease for you. Okay. We're all gonna die tomorrow. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Picking up a new accident on the eastbound north outer belt that is on the ramp to the US 23 north side blocking the right lane on that ramp. Also still seeing that accident on the right berm westbound 670 at 3rd Street. This report is sponsored by Tim Hortons. Tis the season at Tim Hortons with five festive peppermint beverages to satisfy your holiday cravings. And now Tim's reward guests can get a $1 medium peppermint mocha iced cap on the app. Naturally and artificially flavored. Limited time, U.S. only, valid online or in the app. Terms apply. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, We had some late-breaking news in the World Cup, Mike. Uh, Mexico was eliminated. Saudi Arabia with a late goal. Man. Screwed Mexico. Yeah, basically Mexico beat Saudi Arabia 2-1. to one. If they had won 2 to nothing, then it would have been, they would have been tied on goal differential. Probably still don't get through because Poland would have held the extra yellow card advantage, but now it got solved by the actual goal situation. So I guess a little bit better, but Mexico officially eliminated they're showing Mexican fans crying in the stands. You were yelling at the TV saying, I hate Mexicans. No, I didn't you say were doing that. that. I didn't say that. Well, I actually, I was yelling at the TV. I was yelling because I never liked this in the World Cup. They always, they did it just now. They showed a kid who's like eight. Nah, he was crying. older than that. I think he no, was they showed some. They've showed some other that kids. That kid had pubes. All right. They showed some kids crying in the stands. Why do you have to do that? Like, show the adults who are sad. That's bad enough but they did show a man crying in a lucha libre mask and it's amazing that you could see his tears there were tears coming through yes, the eye holes were, yeah that's right but I, all i know is i don't need to see the like the the young kids crying at games I like do. we don't need to do that i like it but in either case mexico maybe could have used a dos acero scoreline that might have been something that they would have preferred here that's too bad what a shame all right back to the uh, wild card Wednesdays. I have Austin who says, My guys, what are your top five Christmas movies? Man, we haven't even hit December, but I'm we're there. Do five. Uh, Christmas story. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's good. I like uh, I like Christmas vacation. Do you like Christmas vacation? Yeah, Christmas vacation. Very good. Mm-hmm. That's two. I know you like It's a Wonderful Life. I hate it. I like It's a Wonderful Life. I wish George Bailey was dead. Do you do you like it's a uh, it's a miracle miracle on thirty fourth street? Do you enjoy yeah, that one? That's nice. I like that one. I like Elf. That's yeah, I newer. Don't, I don't like Elf you as much like as everybody Elf? else does. No, really? because I'm not invested in him because it's 
one thing to be childlike. It's another thing just to be like a total idiot in every situation. Like, there's no way that Zoe Deschanel is going for him at the end. There's no way. Probably not. But it's still... He's I asexual. He doesn't have any parts. I find it to be charming. I enjoy it. I like Jimmy Conn trying to pretend like he's, you know, somewhat of a like loving, doting father. I feel at like that. we're missing something. Oh, See, we are. If my wife were here, she'd say White Christmas, which to me is two and a half hours yeah. of sheer hell. I'm not a big fan of that one. It's oh, so I know one long. We're, I know one we're missing. What? Macaulay Culkin. Oh, Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. I still cry at Home Alone. Oh, yeah. When the, it gets the, me. The, the old man at the oh, end. When, when the, he's, the, yeah, the, the shovel slayer. The family comes to visit him and... Yeah, the shovel slayer dude with the, the trash can full of the, salt. Somewhere in my memory. And I saw like uh, when Dave Holmes was there recently. Why was he in Chicago? Was that Big Ten Media Days for basketball? Maybe? No, it was a Northwestern game. Oh, Northwestern game. That's right. I saw he went over to the house and got a picture. That's what Dave Holmes does. Goes yeah. to residential neighborhoods and take, takes pictures of homes that people are currently living in. And WrestleMania. That's the only two places he ever goes, other than places for work. But I approve. That's nice. All right, what are we missing? Christmas movie wise. Um, Jingle All the Way. Clearly, everybody loves Turbo Man action figure. With you know what Arnold movie that my, another movie my wife loves, which What's I watch that? and I don't get the holiday. Oh yeah, that's the one Jack Black forgot he was in. Cameron Diaz mm-hmm. and Kate Win. My my wife will watch anything. Kate Kate Winslet could have a movie called. Kate Winslet on the toilet. And my wife would watch it and say, Isn't she beautiful? Oh, she's so talented. I don't, you know, that's interesting. Now you brought up another, like, sub variant of this topic, but we're going to go with it. Like, I think Meryl Streep is a great actress. I I don't know when she transcended into Meryl territory. Everybody. Like, everybody. Everybody. And I'm not saying, again, she's immensely talented. I could never do the things she does. But like when I, she was in She Devil with Roseanne, right? I view like John Stamos also to be like I could never do anything that he does. He's immensely talented and he's oh, handsome. He's, he won the right. genetic lottery. I'm just saying, but like he's a good actor too. I know he's not the same actor as Meryl Streep. I'm saying I don't know what separates. Oh, John Stamos is in this movie. Blah. To Meryl's in it, I will stand in line. Did Meryl Streep have a number one hit in Japan? No. Did Meryl Streep play drums with the Beach Boys? Not to my knowledge. Stamos did all those things. How many times has she shared the silver screen with Dave Coulier? I rest my case. I'm going to say something dirty about the Olsen twins. I got it. Don't even even bother. All right. All I know is, and again, I'm not saying, Meryl Streep, probably great. I'm trying to think of movies I've seen of hers that, like, I've saw Devil Wears Prada. I saw that. What other movies is she in? She Devil. What's that one? It's with Roseanne. <laughs> Thank you. Roseanne I got Barr. that from what you said earlier. And Ed Bagley Jr. Ed who? Ed Bagley Jr. Bag. Hey, peeps. Bag. Ed Bagley Jr. was uh, in Arrested Development as a guy with no hair, I believe. Okay. I believe that was his uh, role that he played there. What else is Meryl Streep in? She's, she's in, in everything. Uh, I know she's in everything. All right. The Wikipedia entry says Rise to Prominence. So we have, uh, I don't know, let's see, I'm, this is too long. These Wikipedia entries are ridiculous. What's the filmography? Just I'm go going, down there. I'm going down there. I'm Come getting on. there. It's a long scroll. I, I sometimes get her mixed up with Angelica Houston. Yeah, I do that sometimes too. 
I know what you mean. All right, here we go. She's won Academy Awards. Best Actress in a Supporting Role in The Deer Hunter. I know that was... Uh, I didn't see it. That was, but that was... What's his face? Um, talks like this. What, who, uh, what am I blaming? <laughs> what am I thinking? Why am I blaming his name? I don't you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I don't. They make fun of him on SNL. Everybody, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Oh, I love Christopher Walken. Right. Okay. Uh, that was a bad like- walk-in. Okay, that was a bad walk-in. Fine. Sorry, I didn't have it queued up. Your talks like this just sounded like you saying right. talks like this. Fine, fine. Uh, best actress in a leading role nomination for the French Lieutenant's Woman. Didn't see it. She won best actress in a supporting role for Kramer versus Kramer. Didn't see it. Uh, she best actress in a leading role for Sophie's Choice. Didn't I, see it. Never saw it, but I know everybody's dead. Yeah, okay. Best actress in a leading role nomination for Silkwood. Didn't see it. Actress in a leading role nomination for Out of Africa. Didn't see it. Actress in a leading role nomination for Ironweed. Didn't, didn't see it. Actress in a leading role nomination for A Cry in the Dark. Didn't see it. Oh, wait, she was in Bridges of Madison County. I, I didn't, didn't see that I didn't one see either. That one either. Uh, music of the Heart. Didn't see it. Adaptation. Didn't see it. Devil Wears Prada. I said I didn't saw that. Didn't see it. Did you see Doubt? Nope. I saw Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep, not, saw that. That's she not, in that? She's not, she's not in that. Oh. Julia and Julia, I knew she was in that. You know what? That's significant. Yeah. That is the last movie I ever saw in a theater. That's that, right. That I was forgot. That was the meat sla- snack yes. under the wig. She won. Nope, she was nominated. Best actress in a leading role for playing Julia Childs. Like, that's, I mean, that's a pretty... Ju- Julia Child. What did I say? Childs. Is that not her name? No. Okay. Singular. I don't know. <laughs> not my gal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I, just, I, don't, I don't think against her i just did i don't know any of her i mean i know what she did she cooked on tv she wrote books she was yeah. influential and all that i'm not dismissing it i just don't not my no, i not thought should have played her view gina davis yeah gina, me, davis, gina davis looks sure. like julia child yeah gina davis would have been good there uh florence foster jenkins you see that nope nope the post nope into the woods nope august osage county nope the iron lady nope Okay, those are all her Academy... I mean, these are all Academy Award nominations. I, I saw She-Devil. She won an Academy Award for The Iron Lady. What was, what was Iron- that about? A toilet that likes it when you crap. No. That's- <laughs> hey, give it, it to me! No, that was her portraying Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> right! A British... A British one of the Prime British ministers. Rulers. Yeah, rulers, yeah, what minister. I was going to say. Whatever. All right, we're all going to die tomorrow. You want to know why? Why are we going to die? I wonder why the people hate the media, too. I saw this from the Daily Mail. Mail spelled M-A-L-E. One of my favorite sites. <laughs> Solar storm from a canyon-like hole in the sun's atmosphere could launch 1.8 million mile-per-hour solar winds at Earth tomorrow, oh. wreaking havoc on power grids and satellites. That's the first part of the story, mm. right? If you just read that part... Like you're buying dehydrated food from Alex Jones. Right. Right. But, but you're scared. I, I think I know where this story goes, but go ahead. By the way, Platinum Fox already has some. I'll just steal some of his. Yeah, we're coming to your house. Is, is that right, Bunker Boy? We'll get over there and just, I'm sure you got all the food ready to go. But I read more of this. Solar storms happen all the time. In solar storm terms, this is like a one on the scale. Five being the sun is going to crash into the earth. Mm -hmm. This is a one. Okay. They're not expecting any really big problems from this. See, don't they have these solar flares every year? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Because I feel like we, here's the thing, working in radio, we get emails about this stuff. We we do. Yeah. And I used to get them at another radio station where I worked, same deal, where they would would tell us like, we're going to get calls and complaints 
that our satellite uplink to whatever may be down. So if the signal goes out for the network stuff, just know it's because of solar flares. They happen this time of year and that time of year. So it's like they know this is happening. Uh, a canyon-like cavity in the sun's atmosphere known as a coronal hole. Oh, yes. That, again, the Daily Mail, M-A-L-E, is where you got that. I just want to be clear. Yes. Okay. Coronal hole. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Got we'll it. launch a solar storm towards our planet tomorrow. Wow. According to experts, solar wind... Well, I bet could, there's some solar wind coming out of that coronal could hole. Could be emitted from the coronal hole. Mm-hmm. And head towards Earth at a staggering speed of 1.8 million miles per hour. Aaron Rodgers denies the existence of all of this. I just want you to Oh, know. no. Not a fan. By the way, did you see that where Deshaun Kaiser said, first time he met Aaron Rodgers, yes. Aaron Rodgers comes in and says, hey, man, do you believe in 9-11? And he's like, yeah, I, I guess. He's like, you got to read up on that. Do your research. And well, it's, I mean, it's believe, funny. What do you mean believing it? Number one, well, like it's the, the buildings until... didn't evaporate. No, yes, the buildings did. They went down. I mean, somehow there was there was dynamite. I'm sure oh, Platinum yeah, Fox right. can okay. fill you in on I his research right, he's done fine, on it. But fine. then I'm reading more about this, and then Deshaun. Apparently, it worked because Deshaun Kaiser is like lizard people guy. Oh, no. Like he believes in all of that stuff. Oh, he believes in all of it. Oh. Moon landing, which of course we know Platinum Fox doesn't believe in. Lizard people, everything. Deshaun, well, Deshaun Kaiser, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what he believes in or thinks of all that stuff. I will say, if you're telling me Aaron Rodgers brings in the new recruits and is like, I gotta know first things first, where do you stand on things that everyone else pretty much agrees are a thing? That tracks a hundred percent for me. Like, I believe that with every fiber of my being, that he would do that to, like, someone else who's in the building. By the way, the new offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers is Nick Fuentes. (laughs) I I didn't know anything. Aaron Rodgers like, I didn't even know what he was about. I just had a lunch with him. I was really there to talk to Kanye. I had no idea. He just moved on. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald faces the unknown. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. On the eastbound north outer belt, a crash is blocking the right lane on the ramp to US 23 north side. Also picking up some slow traffic eastbound State Road 161 between US 62 and Beach Road. About a three minute delay as a result. This report is sponsored by GeneratorFranchise.com. Millions protect their homes from power outages with Generac Generators. Would you like to be part of this lucrative industry? Generator Super Center, the nation's number one Generac Generator dealer, has limited franchise opportunities in your area. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. I upset some of the Meryl Streep fans. I did not mean to do that. I didn't know we had so many. Well, Jerry tweeted us and said, so you say you don't understand the hype about Meryl Streep, but you've never seen one of her effing movies. I think we figured it out. Well, no, that's that's fair criticism. I'm, I'm just pointing out, my literal statement on it was, I don't know when she went from, that's Meryl Streep, award-winning actress, to, oh my God, Meryl. Like, I, did, I don't know when the Meryl thing just... We're not, I'm not crapping on her. No, 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 no. She may be fantastic, but you're right. There was a point in time where she went from just, I'm a good actor, 
Yeah, to, a great she actress. She is the actor. Yeah, the actor. Everybody needs to work with her. Well, that's what I even mean is in the industry where everyone's catty. Everyone's like this person. I'm better than them, but I'm not going to say that. They're all super nice to each other, right? When they give interviews. I don't know. Are they? Well, like when you when you see these people give interviews nine times out of ten, it's like, what was it like to work with Kevin Hart? And they're like, oh, Kevin Hart. Oh, he's so great. Or like whoever. Now, this guy was so great. This girl was so great. I love working with that. They were just like a sister to me. I know they're all very nice and very fake a lot of times. I just don't know why they all even um, in, among the actors go, Meryl, St- Meryl Streep is going to be on this movie. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know what I don't know what the difference Relax. is. We're not crapping on Meryl Streep. No, we're, we're, we're claiming our ignorance and saying we don't understand it. Yes. Is that not allowed? Yeah, I, maybe I'll watch some of her movies and I'll get it. But I've also never watched any movie ever in bed. Oh wow! Like Charleston Heston, at some point, Charlton Heston was like the lead man in everything. I oh, watch his movies didn't? and I'm like, oh, Charlton Heston, I get it. He's a he's a leading man. Deliver actor. my people from bondage. The way he says bondage. Oh, it's the drinking game. Oh, absolutely. He's got to say it in every movie at some point. Bondage. bondage. Well, he does a lot of bondage. Well, that sounds bad. That's a category. I was going to say he does a lot bondage. of bondage films, but I didn't mean that the way. Never mind. Panama Ted, you're going to do an episode on Pervert Ted, right? About bondage films. Is that coming up soon? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Good. Bondage. Don't, uh, Teddy, don't do that. <laughs> Lover. <laughs> don't do that either. Lava and bondage. Uh, Dustin says, need help settling a debate with a friend of mine. Do you consider relish to be a topping or a condiment? Also, what minimum requirements must be met to be a condiment? All right, let's back that up for a second. Like to me, a slice of cheese on a hamburger is a topping. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like lettuce, tomato, those are toppings. Ketchup would be a condiment. Mustard would be a condiment. So I'm guessing what he's saying with relish, again, I don't eat relish, so this is not something I've ever factored in, but relish is more of a vegetable-like structure to it. Well, but, it's, just, it's just chopped up pickles. Right, but it does kind of come in, depending on where you get it, it can be very, like salsa. Salsa can be very chunky, it can be very smooth, right? I sh- I'm sure there's degrees of that with relish as well. Mm. Yeah, That's tricky, though, because I would say that a pickle is a topping, but relish is just pickle but almost chewed up for you previously. Yeah, like you're a little baby. Like a baby bird. Right. And, and the Clawson people chewed it up for you and spit it in your mouth. Oh, pickle's too much for you. Put that in your commercial, Clawson. Cowards. Mm-hmm. Go do that. All right, Pat Fitzgerald. I can't, I, by the way, I can't settle it for you. Yeah, I Sorry. don't know either. I can see both sides of it. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald is uh, facing something that he's really never faced before. Finished the season 1-11 as head coach of Northwestern. And just fired his defensive coordinator, Jim O'Neill, and two other assistants. Longtime defensive line coach Marty Long was one of the guys who went. Wide receivers coach Dennis Springer, one of the guys who went. Um, he said, our entire football family is grateful for what these three men brought to our program on and off the field. They recruited and developed student athletes who will be prepared for life and make our university community proud for years to come. Ultimately, these decisions were made with the intention of putting our team in the best position for success on game day moving forward. A lot of people have said that Pat Fitzgerald can stay at Northwestern as long as he wants to. Um, you know, just as long as he 
wins six or seven games a year, goes to a bowl, doesn't embarrass himself. Pat Fitzgerald can be there for life. Well, three out of the last four seasons, he's embarrassed himself. And this is the first time that you've seen wholesale coaching changes at Northwestern. We were talking to Adam Rittenberg about this a couple weeks ago, and I asked him, is that still the case with Pat Fitzgerald Northwestern, that he can write his own ticket? And he essentially said no. Something's got to give there. I think this is the first domino, him firing assistant coaches. But if they go out next year, especially since they're investing, what is it, $800 million? I think it's $900 million. In in private money to build a state-of-the-art football stadium. If they're going to do that, they're not going to hitch their wagon to a guy who can't win two or three games, more than two or three games in this crappy Big Ten. I think Pat Fitzgerald has one more year and then he's out on his ass. Yeah, that's such a weird place to be after how many years we've heard this mythology, not mythology, to some degree. No, a lot of it's been deserved. Well, I don't want to crap well, on him completely. No, but what but- I mean is like people act like there's Nick Saban. There is whoever's the next guy, whether that was Dabo or whether that was Urban or whoever was next under him. And then it was like, uh, blurry line, blurry line, blurry line, Pat Fitzgerald. Right. And it's like, was he always like a top 10 coach? Like everyone kind of acts like, or were you able to get away with mediocrity because of where you coached and no one really had expectations? And if you showed up and did great one year, oh, well then you've done it now and you don't have to do it again for five or six years. And I think those expectations getting ratcheted up now that all this money's flowing into the campus. Look at their football facility they have already built that they train in. It's like a, oh, it's beautiful. A glass structure oh, that yeah. sits over Lake Michigan. Uh, nobody has anything like that in the country. And that's what you're recruiting with partially when you bring guys in. I know you have some recruiting hurdles, right? Because there's just a there's a group of players that are not going to be and nobody's academically talented enough to get into Northwestern winning national championships. That's no, not the expectation. You can't win three and two and four games. They were one and 11 in yeah. perhaps one of the weakest years for the big 10 ever. Well, the big 10 West was wide open, right? Like it's not like they had so many different teams that were over there where you're like, well, that's just murderers row. No, you had a bunch of teams that all were kind of in the hunt because they were all bad. This could have been the year you got Wisconsin. This could have been the year you, you know, took out Iowa or Nebraska or they, whatever. They beat Nebraska. That's right. They did. Sadly, they took that them was out the game in the week road. zero. Yeah, in Iowa. In, in Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all I'm saying is those. You could go out and get some of these other teams that maybe have given you trouble in the past, and instead they had one of their worst years ever. Maybe he's not a year away from it, but he's close. When you start firing multiple assistants in the off season, especially since hey, Pat Fitzgerald, defensive guy. So who is he firing? Defensive coordinator. Right. You're pretty much taking that onus and saying, now I'm going to have to be the one who gets this right. Now this is on me. And as Rittenberg said, there's no excuse, especially today with the portal, and there's tons of guys looking to get in a Power 5 program. There is no excuse not to have a quarterback. Well, and I've always thought this about Northwestern, this idea that no one wants, like people will do this all the time with college football, and I think it's stupid. They will say, college football should be about education. These young men should value the education they get. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then we will say in the same breath, the same people will say, Northwestern can't recruit anybody because no one wants to go to school. That's ridiculous. No one wants to go there. Hold on a second. You don't think there's guys in the portal who are like, 
I've done four years at a state school. I aced everything while being a football player. I would love to have a master's program on my resume from Northwestern. Yeah. Oh, and we'll let you throw the ball 50 times a game. Yeah, and you're you're the quarterback, and you're a veteran, and Pat Fitzgerald's a great coach, supposedly. you got this great facility. You're telling me that Northwestern academics couldn't be a selling point? Not to everyone, but to some players, of course. You're telling me that there aren't guys who value the fact that when they get out of football, they're going to have a great resume and education? You, You play in Chicago, so you have a billion connections in the business world if you're any good at that school? Yeah, I would say all of that are pluses that you could sell. So when you go one win in a season, that shows you're not recruiting well at all. We host a sports radio show, in theory. So we talk about a lot of money, a lot of large sums of money. So I've become numb to this stuff. But there is a story today about money going around in sports. It even made me blush today. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. And be on the lookout for an accident eastbound State Road 161 after Katz Miller Road. That's got you stop and go back from US 62, not causing any major delays at this time. Also seeing an accident off on the right berm westbound 670 at 3rd Street. This report is sponsored by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, get your money paid fast. This football season, make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. The Man and Bone podcast, sponsored by our friends at Care Heating and Cooling, is available to you wherever you get your audio. Spotify, Google, Apple, we're there. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Click. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. We throw little extras on there you can only get on the podcast feed. So check it out now. And if you enjoy us, and if your platform allows, leave us a nice review. I like that. Yes. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, Chip Dip says conspiracy theory for Wild Card Wednesday. OSU secondary left meat chicken wide receivers wide ass open because they were wearing new and stiff cleats that LeBron gave the team. Let's expose LeBron as an anti-OSU villain. All right. Um, I mean, I don't think that's didn't did LeBron give them new cleats every week? Well, what I was going to say to that is. I don't know how often football players or players at Ohio State where Nike will send you just about anything all year long. I don't know how often you get new cleats. Like for me, when I played basketball in high school, again, at a very bad level and at a low level, I remember getting the team shoes. We would put in our order. Everyone had to give their size and we all had to vote on which shoe we wanted. And look at you. Yeah, that's how team sports work, Mike. Try it sometime. I, I didn't get that. When I played high school baseball. I know you didn't. I know. It was buy your own crap. Well, we had to buy them. Our parents paid for it. But oh, I'm saying I like, but we, but we would put in the order so we all had the same brand of shoe I and see. same color shoe and all that stuff. But when we got them, I remember like our coaches were like, please wear these at practice. Like as they tried to get them as early as they could. They wanted us wearing them to like get them conformed if to our the, feet. If the media sees you. No, you all have to be wearing the same. No, thing. no, no. They wanted us to like get them worn in before the season because they were I like, see. don't get a blister. Don't hurt your feet. 
And yet I see like NBA players all the time where it's like new shoes for this guy tonight as he went for 50. And I'm like, I, I just don't know how feet work apparently because I thought every pair of shoes need to be broken in a little bit. Maybe they have someone that does that for them. Well, maybe they have a foot doppelganger that runs around and breaks in the shoe. You just blew my mind. You know what? I bet I don't know about college football, but it, NFL and in would a, you, NBA would you level? put it past them. I absolutely could see someone who's that like, guy. Hey, what do oh, you? He's my shoe guy. You have a size thirteen foot, same as me. Yeah, you have a four. You have a two. He run around in these shoes. Where are these for shoes me? for me for a day or two? And yeah, go break up some, them in. Go up some stairs. Right. I, so I don't know. Like the idea that the cleats were not. I again, I don't think that's why they lost. But it does make me wonder. I've always wondered about that when guys wear new shoes to go play a pro sport in. I feel like that would hurt or that would not go well. But again, I'm not a pro athlete, so I don't know. Uh, Jeremy says, don't sweat the hate on Meryl from others. Meryl is for people like Bo Bishop that want upper class in movies. We want to see ass in our movies. All right. Nobody loves TNA more than Bo Bishop. No, Bo Bishop is a Rambo aficionado. Like, let's let's just give Bo his credit there. I mean, Bo likes all the Bo trash has that we a like. Porn yeah. desktop. Sure. You know, he doesn't have a pad. He's got a whole room. He's got a like a gamer set up with screens of porn. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, right, that's not I don't think you've got Bo Bishop the right way he on that. He puts a think. headset on for his porn too. He's communicating with other people. Have <laughs> There's a category that I've never checked into on the on the porn sites. See, that is the, it sounds like you have just no, the way no, you no. start. I'm asking for a friend. No, no. the ver, the because they make the headsets that like virtual reality, the the Oculus or those type of things you can get to wear. We don't have one of those. Okay, but I see that there are some that are made specifically for that, and I've always thought that would be a a problem. If you, I guess, if you live by yourself, you'd never have to worry about anybody being in the room, but. Man, if you're locked in on that and you've got the whole thing blocking your entire field of vision and someone's just walked in the room and you have no idea and you're going to town with the VR headset That's on? That's why they have locks on doors, Well, too, I know, Bo. but they have keys for locks. I'm just saying, I don't know. I guess you have to, you really have to be locked down and know you what you're doing. to watch locks on, on you, my doors. We don't have keys for the lock. So what do you do if your kid locks yourself in a room? Just kick the door down? Like if I'm saying, if you're like, there's a life threatening situation, you got to get in there because she's like choking or something. You got to get through the door. Well, lesson learned: don't lock the door. Now you're dead. Well, I'm just saying, like all the locks I, in I, our I've house. We've never had old... this problem. I don't know. My kids choke like once a week. No, I'm just kidding. And you got to just unlock the door. No, and... but like we have the they. The, my kids know how to unlock the doors because they got little. Uh, all it is, you stick a little anything in the little hole, and it just pops the lock open. There's nothing to it. <laughs> Uh, Deadpool says, what's a movie that altered your behavior for him or her final destination, never driving behind a truck with logs. Never thought of that exorcist. What, what changed your behavior about never touching a Ouija board? Oh, because of, okay. That's what happened to her. Oh, she touched a Ouija board Playing with a Ouija board. I didn't realize and that. And then possessed. I didn't realize yeah, that. I'm not doing that. I don't really believe in it, but you I'm still what? not doing it. I don't blame you for just taking the zero su- the zero chance. It's not worth it. On the .01% chance, it's, right. it's probably not real anyway. It's not. I'm sure it's not. But why take the risk? I'm right. Okay. It's not worth it to me. Let's talk about money. That's fine. Cristiano Ronaldo, your guy. <laughs> no. He's 37 years old. He has passed his prime. That does not make a difference. He's going to make some money. He is going to sign a deal to play with a Saudi club. Greg Norman apparently will run this club. I don't know. That's, that's right. Here's the contract he's going to sign. $207 million per year. The deal is for two and a half years, 
So that would be $517 million for 30 months of work. That amounts to $17.2 million per month. Mm. That is, And this listen, is the guy that already probably has a billion dollars. Right. right. Yeah, he's one of the richest athletes in sports. Um, number one, he is past his prime. No one... Like, no one would give him this money even if he was in his prime. People don't pay this type of money for soccer players. Even in the crazy world of soccer stars, they don't pay this type oh, of money. The Saudis have the money. That's fine. Live Golf is raking in all the cash. So they have this to spend. I mean, I am not... I think that's a really dumb move. Other than, they just, they're just saying, we want Cristiano Ronaldo to come play here. He wouldn't do it unless it was for obscene money. So we're going to give him obscene money. But what I really love is that there were probably like a handful of MLS executives that were like... Cristiano Ronaldo might be coming here. And then it's like, nope, are you going to pay him $200 million a year? GTFO. Not a chance. They can't compete with that. No, they can't. His net worth, according to the interwebs, is $500 million. I'd shoot that. That's low. Low? That's got to be low. The guy, like, makes... He's not paying his taxes either. We know that. Right. Him or Messi. Those guys, I I don't know why they haven't paid their taxes. Or Rihanna. Not Rihanna. What's her name? Shakira. Shakira. I'm sorry I got that well, mixed up. Shakira, I'd love to see them together. Shakira, Shakira uh, she claims she lived in a house, or she claims it was a vacation house. She shouldn't have to pay taxes on like the wages she earned because she never lived there. But then the I think wherever government it was said, yes, you did. You were there it was longer. Spain, right? Yeah. Spain likes to go after the guys who and gals who do things in their country. All right. Like, I'm saying good for Spain. Go get him. I think Ronaldo, that's where they went after him and Messi. That's where they went after him too. Don't mess with the Spanish Spanish inquisition. They eat dinner at 11 o'clock at night. You never sue your ass. You never expect the the Spanish inquisition. Uh, All the news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up next. Common man and T-bone on the fan fan traffic from the Meister's bar and pizza traffic center. And picking up a new accident on the northbound east outer belt after a Lum Creek drive. And be on the lookout for a disabled school bus blocking the right berm in the ramp lanes from the eastbound north outer belt to US 23 north side. This report is sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Every piece is important. Seems like lately we spend more and get less. Well, Donato says it's time to spend less and get more. Now get $3 off when you spend $20 or more. Order at Donato's.com or with the new app using promo code 3. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Filthy mouths, bad attitudes, and ugly haircuts. It's called cabbage. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, Mike, Nick Magruder. My guy. Magruder! Anyway, Nick says... This is about a, a tweet we had earlier on Wildcard Wednesday that was asking if relish is a condiment or a topping. Cheese, lettuce, tomato, those would be toppings on something. Ketchup, mustard, condiments. Where does relish fall? Nick says, in my opinion, a condiment is something that would normally not be eaten on its own without some level of insanity on the part of the consumer. A topping, however, can be eaten on its own without garnering strange looks. Think a scoop of relish versus a slice of cheese, which I think that's fair. You can eat a slice of tomato in like a salad. That's not weird. Mm-hmm. Lettuce, those type of things. I'm trying to think if there's exceptions to this rule. You can eat a pickle. That's a topping. What other toppings are there? I mean, I'm just saying like anything, bacon you bacon. can eat on its own. 
Yeah, I think that's a way to settle a, it. I think that's a good definition. Because like if that. you just saw someone eating a bowl of ketchup, you'd go, okay, what is happening here? And you would just back away slowly out of the room. So that's fair. No one's going to eat a big bowl of relish, I don't think. You know think. who can settle this? Who? Michael K. Well, that's right, because he's never eaten a condiment. He says, Michael K. is the television voice of the New York Yankees. He says he has never in his life, not that he didn't like it, he's never tried a condiment, ketchup, mustard, anything like mayonnaise, hasn't tried it. I got to say, I wouldn't be proud of that. You know, he is, I guess. Well, and I look, I understand people who say, I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I don't want to bother with it. You don't know what he doesn't. He doesn't know. Tried it. Yeah. I am definitely of, of like in our family, but to my wife and I, I'm the more adventurous, like eater. I will go try like something new, that kind of thing. Typically, there's a few things where she's probably going to try something new that I wouldn't, but by and large, I'll try the new thing. But I can't understand even like her or me looking at something and saying, I've never tried it and say, well, I'm never going to, I'm not, I'm never going to. Right. This is, this is why, you know, you told me when you were a younger man, you had sex with a man. Not just, I've had sex with everybody, every iteration. You you have to try it. You got to try it. To see if you, how do you know? You don't know. You don't know. Sure. On campus. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by the O On Lane, your local gather spot for pizza, sports, and all things on and around campus. I know that she's saying the O, the but o. it sounds like she's saying B-O. I, no, it's the O. The O On Campus. I was like, body odor no, sponsors I got it. this segment? I got it. I got it. The O On Campus. All right. Love it. Uh, so... Louisville men's basketball, Mike. Let's talk about them. Oh, they they are have now, been brutal. They lost last night to Maryland, 79-54 at home. They now have dropped to 0-7 on the season, joining Cal as the only major conference team. This season, Cal, is the only other major conference team in the past 40 years to start 0-7, and both of them are doing it this year. That yes, is but this is wild. Louisville, too. Yes, right. They fancy themselves one of the blue bloods of college basketball. Do you have their full results in front yeah, of you? Yeah, I do. Because they've um, lost to some awful teams. Go ahead. Uh, so, Louisville... Well, where did they go? They just... Oh, here we go. Uh, they lost to start off the season. I remembered this one when it happened. Bellarmine beat them... Six, yes, Bellarmine beat them 67-66. to 66. That was their, like, tune-up game. Then Wright State beat them 73 to 72, and App State beat them 61 to 60. So, in a span of like a week, they lost three games by a point to teams that should be vastly less talented than them. Then they played number 11 Arkansas slash Arkansas, lost 80 to 54. Then they were in the Maui tournament, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Actually, that was in the Maui tournament, I believe. They played Texas Tech, lost 70 to 38 in that game. 70 to 38? To Texas Tech. Oh, my God. Buckeyes saw them and played them pretty well. We saw that. And then they played Louisville, played Cincinnati in the final game of that tournament, 81-62. to Cincinnati beat them by 20. And then they played Maryland last night and lost by 25. They must be losing their minds. I can't. In Louisville. I can't imagine how that's going for them. And, uh, yeah, it's not getting any easier. They play Miami next. They play Florida State. They get to play. Here's where they might, maybe. I don't even know if these are. There's no way. Maybe they pick up a win against Western Kentucky, Florida A&M, well, how, do you, how can you say that? They lost the game to Bill Bellamy. Well, and the, here's what I know. If they have not won a game come New Year's Eve, 
Noon on New Year's Eve, Louisville travels to Rupp Arena to face off with Kentucky. Can you imagine those UK fans if that is a completely defeated, not undefeated, a zero-win Louisville team playing number 19 Kentucky? Or, well, at the time. I don't know what they'll be by that time. Holy cow. I don't... Oh, that could be so How bad. so bad? I mean, I I'm sure know. that's a conversation that is a deeper conversation. Well, but. Kenny Payne, their head coach, said at times it looked like we gave up yesterday. He just, this is what he, they're 0-7, and this is what he's saying. He said, we did not compete. We did not fight. Man. We didn't meet their intensity. At times, it looked like we gave up. And then he said he asked his players after the game, did you give up? And they said, quote, they said they're not giving up. They said there are times when adversity hits, and they panic and they don't play together. They haven't understood fully how to handle adversity. And then, I mean, they've got quotes from the players. They've got quotes. From, I mean, All right. What a mess. What a mess that is. On the other end of the spectrum, Houston. Kudos to them. Houston is now number one in the college basketball rankings. Number one AP top 25 for the first time since 1983. Let them live. Uh, so they are doing pretty well. 45 of the first 60 of the 63 first place votes from the national media panel. They easily beat out second place Texas and third place Virginia. The rest of your top five, in case you're curious, Arizona and Purdue. Of course, Duke is at 17. Buckeyes are at 25. That matchup is coming up later tonight on The Fan. Another matchup that's coming tonight on 1460 ESPN involves the Louisville women's team, which is ranked in the top 25. And your number four ranked, I believe, Ohio State women's basketball team. They are in Louisville for that game. You can hear that on 1460 ESPN or The Fan's HD2 if you want to listen. So, We've got a big matchup between the Big Ten, the ACC, on the men's side and the women's side, and both involve Ohio State. So I like that. That's pretty good. You know who was on that uh, 83 Houston team? Who's that? That was uh, Clyde Drexler. Oh, yeah, right. And, and Hakeem Olajuwon. Of course. Yeah. I don't know I, why. I, we share a birthday, me and the dream. Oh, yeah, you do. I think me and uh, Magic Johnson share a birthday. Who do you have a birthday with, Teddy? That's you one know? of my basketball shows. Clyde Drexler. Part. Is that right? Really? Well, there you go. Sure. Ted, come on. making this up now. Come on, Ted. Ted, we're trying to have a conversation about celebrity birthdays. Sorry. And you won't even take that seriously. Nope. (laughs) Man. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. And the right lane is blocked northbound State Road 315 before State Road 161. That's due to an accident. Also going to find an accident off on the right berm on eastbound State Road 161 after Hamilton Road. That's got you moving slow from Ulrey Road. This report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. At Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means you'll get your oil changed faster than it takes to get through the outer belt during a rainstorm at rush hour. So go visit them and see for yourself just how fast you can be in and out. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Listen to this show and feel better about yourself. This is Common Man and T-Bone. We're so happy you're here. Three hours a day, every single day. That's all we ask of you. You know, we had a listener send us a tweet where it, I want to get this right. Uh, Jack says he spent 33,113 minutes listening to us on Spotify. That's amazing. Uh, you know what? Everybody should do that. Everybody. <laughs> 
Everybody. Okay. And even if you listen to the show live, go back and listen to it on podcast. Yeah, I appreciate that. So six hours a day. Make sure you're not missing anything. Well, they they trim it on on podcast. It's only two hours on the podcast. Yeah, five hours a day. Yeah. It is, uh, what is today? Wild Card Wednesday? (laughs) Sorry about that. It's okay. Um, Mike says, would you prefer to talk out of your mouth while everyone else in the world talks out of their ace? Or would you prefer to talk out of your ace while everyone else in the world talks out of their mouth? Some would argue we talk out of our ace every day on this show, but that's another discussion for another day. I think I would still talk out of the mouth. Here's my question. While everybody else does the other thing. What? I have two questions about this for Mike, which I know he can't answer, but would you then assume, Mike, that if everyone else is talking out of their bottom end, that then becomes the end that we leave exposed and we start covering up the other end that's because maybe that's where stuff comes out of now? I don't know. What I'm saying is, either way, you probably are going to be the only one without the thing covered up that everyone else has covered. Yeah, fair enough. So you're going to be, well, either way, that's a really terrible proposition, but thank you for that. And actually, you know what? He snuck in a would you rather. No, I want to strike that. I want to strike that from the. Uh, not allowed. He said, "Would you prefer?" And I just completely no. my radar got would, knocked would down. Would you prefer is tomorrow at five thirty four? You radar. You just you did a little stealth action there with prefer. How dare you? Uh, Donnie D says, in honor of Christine McVie passing away, who is your top female voice from a band? R.I.P. Hashtag Wildcard Wednesday. Does it have to be a band? Like, I can I pick a solo artist? I think he said from a band. From a band, okay. She is obviously from Fleetwood Mac. Well, that's fine. I'm just saying Sarah McLaughlin plays with a band. Yes, but, but it's, it's her but, band. Well, every artist, unless they're just up there with a... I mean, Whitney Houston played with a band, too, but she's a singer. Like, she... I mean, she probably on tour had a band backing yeah, her. That, that's right. You know what I mean? All right, if we're just sticking with band... Um, hmm. Maybe Amy Lee. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's a good Evanescence. choice. Good choice. Although that's really her band. She's changed it so many different yeah, times. It is. Uh, for people, it's like her solo band, but they just go by Evanescence. Well, that's what... It, I mean, I was going to ask that about... Because I love Paramore. I think Paramore's great. Haley Williams is awesome. I like... I, I think she would be my choice, but is that... I don't think that's the same situation with Paramore. I think they've like had the same two or three people in that band as well with her. I want to say... When the controversy happened with Olivia Rodrigo or whoever it was that copped one of her songs, basically, or had a song that was real similar, when they sued and won, Haley Williams and another guy in the band both got rights to that other song because they both had co-written it. And I think those two are still in the band, so. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares? All right, rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. Buckeye Hoops getting ready for Duke tonight at Cameron Indoor. Uh, Buckeyes beat Duke last year. They were ranked number one. Duke was. They came in here and lost. Uh, Duke is 17th in the AP this season. Buckeyes sneak in at number 25 for the first time. Duke lost to Kansas earlier, and they just lost to Purdue quite badly, although Purdue is very good. Coverage starts at 6 tonight. How do you think this one's going to go, Boner? It's. I think this is part of the issue to keep an eye on, because Duke has two guys that are seven-footers under the basket. So we know Ohio State, we think we know, 
Ohio State's going to struggle when they play teams with size, especially two seven-footers. That seems to be a difficult recipe when you don't have a lot of guys who are over six foot eight or six foot nine. So, yeah, but yeah. Zed plays bigger. He plays bigger, but it's hard to rep. I mean, you just can't teach size, is the old adage, right? I mean, seven feet is seven feet, and they got two of them. That's the part that I think is going to be tough. But if they can play good perimeter defense, which they've been doing, if they can get out and run, and if they can, when they get in their half-court office, not get stymied and not get so frozen up about going to the rim, I still, whenever there's big guys, go at them early. Try to get them in foul trouble. That seems to be a good recipe. If they do those things, yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned about them being able to go in there and get a win. I think that's definitely something they can do, but... You cannot be afraid of the seven-footers, especially on offense. you got to go down there and try to get them in foul trouble. This guy on FS1 right now is Jack Black and Rick Reichert, just so you know. <sighs> Thank you. I, that's only for me, it's a good look I, I appreciate you. it. You're exactly right. Yeah. Latest playoff rankings were released last night. Georgia stays at one. Meat Chicken is up a spot to two. TCU up a spot to three. USC up two spots to four. We expected all of that. We didn't know where the Buckeyes would be. Would they be ahead of Alabama on here? The answer is yes. Buckeyes are the first team out at number five, down three spots. Then it's Alabama at six, Tennessee, Penn State. Who cares? Um, yes, there is a there is a good chance that the Buckeyes sneak into the playoffs. I don't know how I feel about that yet. I know all of you out there, some of you out there, are gung-ho about that opportunity and... There is a, a chance that the Buckeyes could face Michigan in the playoffs if USC loses on Friday night and TCU loses on Saturday. Presumably, the Buckeyes would creep up to number three. Michigan would still be at two, and they would play each other. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh. I mean, I know the, the prospect of potentially losing... like. Everybody's looking at it as we can get revenge. Yes, okay. But of course. What if you don't? What if Ryan Day loses and this Buckeye team loses to Michigan again? What faith do you have that all of our issues will be corrected? Let me tell you, on the scale of bad, like there is... there is That would be losing, the worst thing ever. Losing to Michigan is awful. Losing to Michigan and then they happen to be like really awful and you're like the number one team, that sucks even worse, I guess. Losing to Michigan, they go win a national championship. That sucks. There's no degree of losing we've ever experienced where Michigan beats Ohio State not once but twice, and the second time, yet again, prevents Ohio State from getting a chance to win a national championship. Like, you get two tries, and you don't get it done? I don't. I know there are people that would say, like, ah, you're afraid to be, you're scared of being great. And it's like, no, 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 not that. Scared, scared of reality. Scared of being great. Scared of reality. Well, you know, like all there's a lot of a lot of pro highs that would be like, hey man, chance to redeem yourself. It's like, yeah, but I remember what happened in this game. I remember what the problems were. I know there was a fake punt that should have worked. Are you convinced that would have definitely fixed everything? Because this defense still could not stop anybody. And that's my concern. Blake Corum will be healthy for this game. Mark it down. They had they were missing some top players on defense. In this game, went out with injuries. They'll be back. They're going to have everybody ready, too. All the injuries that Ohio State has, they'll get right from. So will Michigan. That's and what I, I, I know I, it's another chance at redemption, but it's also another chance to get offered. I am not convinced that the Buckeyes are better. That if they just do this and this and this and clean up their own mistakes, they can win that game. I don't know that. 
And if you say that you do, you're lying to yourself. You don't know that either. Yeah. I, I don't have, I don't have any confidence right now that this Ohio State team, I would be thrilled if it happened. What I'm saying is be careful what you wish for. That's all I'm saying with this Ohio State matchup. Thinking that Ohio State would somehow magically fix it. Don't forget too, there's a lot of guys right now that are probably looking at this going, I'm out the door after next Saturday, right? There's a lot of guys on this football team. Not that they're going to physically be out the door, but they know if next Saturday doesn't break the right way for Ohio State and there's a bowl game that isn't for a national championship, they're not playing in it. Those guys now have to suddenly get back in the mentality of, Prepare yourselves to have a chance to win a national championship. And maybe they would. Maybe they would all jump in and be ready to go. I just, I feel like I don't believe that this team's issues would be fixable in a month. If it was Michigan and it was 2-3, where would they play that game? That I don't. What would that semifinal I don't, I don't be? know which semifinals are where. But I, I, I imagine, can't get there. Imagine if somehow it was Ohio State ends up fourth. Michigan still is in second or third. And then Ohio State beats Georgia somehow. Michigan beats who they beat. And you have Michigan-Ohio State for a national championship. Neither Ann Arbor and Columbus would never look the same after that game. No. Either way. No. Those two cities would be changed forever if that happened. I don't know if we're ready for it. I don't think we are. Right. So I'm trying to tell you. That scenario is so crazy to me. Christian Pulisic says he'll be ready to go for Saturday's match against the Netherlands despite getting a pelvic contusion after scoring the goal against Iran. He says he'll be ready to go. Are yep. you predicting a victory in that game or predicting pain? No, I, I'll I'll say this. Um, we did a little podcast this morning, Bone and Beam United. Find it wherever you get podcasts. This is a, I honestly like this matchup better than the other one they could have had out of this group with Senegal. We match up really well against the Netherlands. They have got good defense. They've got a forward, Cody Gakpo, who can score like crazy. But the U.S. has the best midfield of this matchup. And I think the U.S. has one of the top three or four midfields in this World Cup. They have been so impressive. So, yeah, if Christian Pulisic is healthy, that's great. They need him. There's no. I don't think they beat the Netherlands without him. No, I I know he's from there. Is Jiz Hornkamp playing on the Netherlands team, on the Dutch team? No, he's not, but... Uh, roided out Pete Davidson, Serginho Dest, is from the Netherlands and plays for the U.S., so oh. this would be a big deal for him to go and play against his country where he grew up. Okay. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center, part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. We have to take care of some disturbing news coming up next. I, I uh, told you what this was before the show started. Mm-hmm. It involves food and food going away. I... It's it's one of the more heartbreaking re- revelations well, you've ever told to me. As you know, on this show, we have to we got to put a stop to that. We can't have our favorites just leave. All these greedy corporate bastards from these restaurant groups taking our favorites away. We can't have it. And there's another one that's probably going away. We'll talk about it next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Westbound US 33 is completely closed down due to an accident between Northwest Parkway and US 36. Seek an alternate route to avoid that closure for the time being. In the eastbound I-70 west side, the left lane blocked at State Road 315. That's also due to an accident. You'll be stop and go from Mound Street. 
This report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on a two-pound bag of seedless clementines, just $2.88. Now through December 6th, get real. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The kings of local social media. Twitters and twatters. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tonight on The Fan, it's Buckeye Basketball against Duke. Coverage starts at 6. It is also Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, Pervin Under Center says, Do you have a mini basketball hoop somewhere in your house? He says, We have poker night, but typically we play horse on a junior wall mount hoop. We also play darts or dice when poker gets boring. Further, do you prefer metal or plastic darts? So we just kind of went all over the place there. I don't have a basketball hoop. I had one when I was a kid. You used to play often. With the little basketball hoop at our old building. Yes, Timmy had one Timmy in his office. Timmy had one in his office. Now we've and got a full-size Papa shot here, so yes, we'll play that. But you used to sit in a chair. There was like a whole thing. You guys had a ritual with how you did that. And that those days are long gone, but I remember them fondly. You do not remember them fondly. Yeah, I don't, because you my office was days. on the other side of it, and all I ever heard was like, thunk like a hundred times a day. We used to play dead ball. Remember that with the that football? That was where you would throw the football at yeah, your face. At your at the faces. But then Timmy started cheating at that, so I stopped playing. That was uh, also known as dead ball de facho. <laughs> if if you say so. I don't think it was. Do you ever play darts, though? No. Do you have darts? I had. I bought a dartboard. I went through that phase where I bought a real dartboard and like got the thing. I even got the protective mat to go around the no, walls for when I missed. No joke. I set this whole thing up with real darts. Had it all looking nice. Had the chalkboard up on the side. Stood back, I marked it off to the official length the darts association says you're supposed to do. First dart I threw went so low, it missed the bottom protective matting that was around the bottom of the drywall and hit the drywall and put a hole in it. And I was like, (laughs) all right, this is not for me. I think I played like two more times after that and then I took it all down and got rid of it. Is darts a thing still or are we doing hammer throws? No, I don't do the hammer throw. Well, I've never got people the axe are doing throwing. that now. Yeah, I've seen the axe throwing people. That's not my thing. I'm not. Maybe you know what? I just talked about it earlier. I've never tried it. I shouldn't knock it till maybe I you'd try. Like it? Maybe I would. I'm just. I got my brother-in-law a hatchet for Christmas. Well, like I can get you a hatchet. You I, again? I don't want one, but thank you. I'm gonna get you one. I remember I was told back in the day my brother was very much into hunting. He's not into that anymore. But at the time, he convinced me to go on a pheasant hunt. And I'd never done any hunting whatsoever, but we went out with shotguns and I tried it. And I, again, because I'm like, I'll try something. I've never done this. How could I know? I was so nervous with that thing because I thought, what if I, what if I slip? What if it goes off? What if, you know, whatever. And then a bird rose up and I was told to like pull and fire and all that. And I, I had a hold of it. I thought I was good. I pulled the trigger and this thing slipped out of my grip and thankfully, I mean, you're just aiming towards an empty field. There was nothing in front of it. That moment, I said, I am turning the safety on. I am not going. I'm not going to say anything. I'm never firing this gun again. Like, so I you am, didn't have that thought like, all right, now I'm going to get better at this. No, no, no. I was you like, said, I didn't like that feeling because I thought I had it and I was completely uncertain with it. And I was like, never again. I feel like even with throwing an axe, I would be like, well, how hard could this be? And then it would end up in someone's forehead. Like, I just would be, I'd be the one guy where it slips out of my hand, it ends up in the back, and someone is, like, decapitated. So, no, I don't, 
Deadly Weapons and Me as recreation. You know, though, I'm glad not you know thing. your limitations. Right. I don't. I'm just not someone who's good with like people who have always had a knife. I've never been that person. I remember when I was a kid, there would always be one guy in the neighborhood who was like, he's got like 10 knives. His dad collects them. He's got different sizes, knows all about knives, knew how to like whittle. There was always like some kid like that. It was like a backwoodsy family goes hunting type of kid. I was never that kid. My dad worked on cars. That's what we did. When I was 10 years old, my grandfather gave me a pocket knife. Yeah. And uh, I'd never had a knife before. I remember the night that I got the knife, I had for some reason like some sort of like Japanese type fan. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, it like folds out. Well, it folds out. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I had yeah. one of those. So I said, I'm going to cut this with this knife because okay. I needed something to cut with this knife. Okay. And so I'm cutting the fan with this knife. I slip, cut my thumb. <laughs> to this day, I am 42 years old. I have a visible scar because on my of the, thumb. Because of the pocket knife. From the pocket knife. Probably should have gotten stitches. I didn't get it, but I still have this scar that was the last time I threw the pocket knife away, mm-hmm. and I said, not for me. Right. I'm yeah. not the outdoorsy guy. I don't want a pocket knife. Yeah. Now I have a knife that I use for just, you know, random murdering. And you have, and your, like you have that. your hatchet club that you're forming with of, all these people that are related to you that you're giving yes, hatchets to. I keep to. my hatchet very sharp. And right. actually, we, we provide a service. We go out and we circumcise people that want to be circumcised oh. in a, in, as an adult. With the hatchet. With the hatchet. We keep wow. it super sharp. I just picture you in like a very, because I've seen your house. It's very beautiful. It's very, like, not modern in the modern design sense, but it's like updated well. You guys know how to do interior design. It looks very nice. But I picture out in the front yard just one day, there's a giant old stone wheel and like the little pedal thing. And you just got a I'm grinding that hatchet grinding down. the hatchet down to get hey, it sharpened. Man, that when my gang and I go out, the foreskin posse, we go out searching for snuffleupagus. We got to make sure... That thing is sharp. Mm-hmm. You don't want the accidents down in that area. That's. Do you guys do the same sign as the NWO, where it's like four skin, but it's instead of an L, it's I don't know what the I don't know what the symbol would be there, but instead of four life, it's four skin. You know those water snakes? Remember those when you were a kid? Yeah. It's like I we throw those right in your face. Oh, I see. That's our sign. Well, like the, throwing a water snake in your face. Crazy, wacky, inflatable guy that they have at car dealerships. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we have to, what are you doing over there, Teddy? He's being crazy, wacky, know, inflatable he's, guy. He's making there. hand motions over there. It. It's creeping me out. We have to discuss something. Okay. Uh, yesterday, I don't know how it came up. We were talking about pancakes and waffles and French toast and which one you like better. And I said that I love the Cinestack pancakes from IHOP. Somebody messaged me last night and said that IHOP has discontinued the Cinestack pancakes. Apparently, they did this a while ago, but it was still one of those things where you go in there and you can order it, and they would make it for you, even if it wasn't on the menu. But this person said that they're going to stop all of that. Once these stores run out of the supply that they have, they're not going to have any more, and the Cinestack pancake will cease to exist. Okay, this may be true. This may not be true, because I'm seeing an article here that says... You can get Cinestack pancakes from IHOP by asking for them until April 9th. The year on this story is April 9th, 2017. So have you been to IHOP since 2017? Because I got to say, maybe I'm pretty sure I have been, but maybe I'm wrong. I think I've been to IHOP since 2017. No, I think what happened was... They took them away or tried to take them away, and then people lost their minds, and they brought them back, 
and now they're really taking them away. That's that's not good. We got to do I something. Mean, well, they about can't. This. They can't do this. What do you mean? Yes, they can. No, it's their but company. They, they but, can't, but they can't. You want me to take in my hatchet? No. Just threaten them with it. I'm say, right. hey, you bring out those Cinestag pancakes or else. Hang on. I'm on the IHOP website. I don't right have now. any foreskin. It's like, well, you're going to have less. You don't have- I'm going to double circumcise you. What? I, is that even possible? I don't even I don't know. know what that is. I don't know what that is either. All right. I'm trying to get on their website to see this, to see no, where they're the not pancakes on the website. Are. are you sure? Yes, I looked. Of course you would. Why wouldn't you look? I looked on IHOP's website. It's not there. They have cupcake pancakes. I know. Who? Can- That's like Funfetti. You can make those. They have those at the store. They have Mexican Trace Leches pancakes, which I'm sure are delicious. Do other have, people not like the Cinestack as much as we do? I don't. I don't know. I mean, they have protein pancakes with lemon ricotta mixed berry. See, you got to know pretty, your role, IHOP. That's pretty elevated for IHOP. You, people want that. They go to North Star. I mean, you are the international house of pancakes. So I would think have all those options I mentioned have plain pancakes, have chocolate chip, have blueberry. They have a New York cheesecake pancake. I don't even know what that is. That's great, though. Have 72 different varieties Cinestack of pancakes. must live forever. Cinestack has, that's like one of your main attractions. All right. Speaking so of stupid. someone who's been uh, circumcised twice, name okay. dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming okay. up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. And westbound US 33 is closed due to an accident between Northwest Parkway and US 36. Seek an alternate route for the time being to avoid that closure. Also going to find an accident with police on scene. Westbound North Outer Belt at Sawmill Road. That is off on the right berm. This report is sponsored by Vision Zero. Nearly a quarter of Ohio's fatal crashes involve a driver under 25. Join Vision Zero Columbus and help reduce fatal crashes on Columbus streets because everyone deserves to make it where they're going. Drive safe, walk safe, bike safe. Learn more at columbus.gov slash vision zero. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man and T-Bones. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Byers Imports, Hamilton Road by the airport. Every single Wednesday this here time, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Remmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? I missed you last week, Rims. Well, I missed you. I missed the two of you. T-Bone as well. But, uh, hey, what are you going to do? You've got to tell those Buckeyes not to ruin our schedule. Well, the Blue Jackets ruined our schedule once when with the Finland game. <laughs> That's true. I don't know what That's to ask true. you about this team anymore. Me. Why not? Well, because I don't what, what, what do you want me to ask you? What do you want to talk about? They lost to uh, Vegas in the shootout. Looked good in moments in that game. But what do you want to talk about? You ask the question. Well, um, why don't you ask me about practice today, and uh, do we see any of the eight injured players? Okay. Oh, yeah. Did we see any of the eight injured players on the practice ice today? Yes, we did. I would love it if you just said no. (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't. Thank you. Wait a second. Wait a second. The guys, the last couple of games, and with all the injuries and the illness, I thought they certainly played well here these last two games. Now, uh... Are they moral victories? No. 
Uh, are they victories? Absolutely not. But they are playing better. And uh, there seems to be uh, an improvement in the structure of the team. What they've got to do is find a way to score more goals. But uh, as far as today's practice is concerned, I can tell you that Patrick Laine looked pretty good. He did blow a tire once or twice and did flex uh, that ankle. But I would suggest that uh, Friday, we're headed to Winnipeg, where my brother informed me. My brother now lives in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And he tells me that uh, I better bring some warm clothing because the temperatures are going to be below zero Fahrenheit in Winnipeg uh, when we arrive tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow evening. But anyway, Line 8, who, of course, uh, came from Winnipeg, in that trade for Dubois and uh, made his first appearance back in Winnipeg last year. Looked really good, and I suspect that uh, three weeks to the day, they said three to four weeks, but three weeks to the day, looks like he will return to the lineup on Friday. As well, Elvis Verzlikens uh, looked pretty sharp at times today in practice. I think he's pretty close. In fact, I would suggest he'll probably back up Friday night to Jonas Corpusalo. There is uh, a negative, though, that I've got to share with you, and that is the Tarasov who finished the game against Vegas the other night, uh, tweet something, and he was not on the practice ice today, and I am told that uh, he may be uh, on the shelf. Not believed to be serious, but uh, we may not have Tarasov uh, in the lineup come Friday. Uh, Rims, how about Marcus Bjork? He's played in, what, seven, eight games now? Seems like for a, for a younger guy getting in there and getting some of his, some of his action, like he... Seems like he's playing pretty well in in limited time. Now they've put him up on the top line pairing for a little bit because of all these injuries. Feels like maybe they found a little bit of something with him, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're right, T-Bone. He's got some size, a right-handed shot. Uh, he's quarterbacking the power play, and I think will for the foreseeable future. Uh, we're obviously not going to have Warinsky back. And by the way, I, I believe yesterday, the 29th, Warinsky was supposed to have that shoulder uh, surgery. They delayed it because of so much blood in the shoulder, but he was supposed to have the surgery uh, yesterday, but the Blue Jackets haven't announced anything that went uh, went well and was successful. But I suspect in the next day or so, in fact, if they did delay it uh, here at any time uh, over the next few days, I think he will have that shoulder operated on, but he's gone for the year. And I think they may have found something in Bjork, who they signed to a, a two-way contract, Played in the Swedish Elite League, one of the Jackets uh, scouts, Bomedin, uh, who is uh, a full-time employee with the Jackets uh, here in Columbus right now. He's the one that gets credit. He liked what he saw from Bjork, and it looks like he could be an NHLer to stay. Name Dropping with Jeff Rimmer, brought to you by Rimmer's Friends, Buyers Imports by the Airport. Would you like to talk about your friends, Rims? Never, ever do I turn down an opportunity to talk about my friends at Buyers Auto by the airport. Buyers imports. Buyers imports by the airport. Well, well, yeah, but they've got buyers uh, uh, auto dealerships throughout the city. But yes, specifically buyers imports by the airport. And I was out there uh, the other day at buyers imports uh, by the airport. And I took a look at some of those pole stars. And let me tell you, those cars are in and are ready for delivery. Oh, Not they're the ready for action. Did the pole stars have booby tassels on the way that you like them? <laughs> Uh, these are cars. This is oh, a new I'm sorry. I misunderstood. That's developed. Yeah, I'm still laughing from the last time you were talking about the pole stars. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, anyway. when, it, when, it's, when it's below zero in Winnipeg, do the prostitutes just stand out with, like, parkas <laughs> on, or what do they do? Uh, they don't stand at Portage in Maine, which is uh, the coldest corner in Canada, and maybe North America, and maybe even the world. 
and uh, sounds like uh, Portage in Maine, which is a main thoroughfare in downtown Winnipeg, will be extremely cold come tomorrow night when uh, we'll be looking for a place to eat for dinner. So there you have it. Rims, anyway, I've got to, uh, go back oh, to the pole star. Back to the, the pole star. star. Sorry. Okay, quickly on the pole stars. Uh, let me say I had a chance to uh, look at some of the new uh, automobiles that are there in the showroom, and as I said, ready for delivery. Not to mention that there are a few Audis, uh, as well as Subarus and Porsches available, or you can simply order to the exact spe- specifications you're looking for at Buyers Imports by the airport. Yeah, your question. T-ball. Well, Rims, it involves, it involves eating and it involves one of your brethren in the broadcasting game, legendary hockey announcer, Nesson announcer, Jack Edwards for the Bruins. He was doing a game the other night and he was talking about uh, Pat Maroon for Tampa. Did you hear these comments or did you see this at all about his... No, I did not see it, but maybe you can uh, tell me about it. Okay. Someone was starting to tell me about it today, but uh, we got sidetracked discussing the Blue Jackets, but go ahead. Yeah, he, he. I mean, I didn't think this was too bad, but he got a little carried away in the broadcast. He said, listen to 238 pounds. That, by the way, was day one of training camp. I've got a feeling he's had a few more pizzas between then and now. And then his uh, you know, analyst says, yeah, that's before pregame. And Edward says, yeah, right. Fasting, inadvertent fasting for Pat Maroon is like four hours without a meal. But hey, three Stanley Cups in a row, who can argue with this formula? People kind of got mad about that. I didn't, I didn't think that was too harsh. I thought he was just making a point that the guy is a bigger player. But how do you take that? Is there some kind of rule about that in broadcasting where maybe you're not supposed to delve into the weights and heights and all that stuff? Well, personally, I like Jack Edwards, but uh, if he uh, and and he is the ultimate homer and the ultimate Boston Bruin fan, some of the Bruins fans uh, and followers like it, others do not. But uh, no, he uh, he's taken pot shots at other uh, visiting players, or in, in this case, uh, it was a visiting player or players on the road. But uh, yeah, he uh, uh, I'm not surprised that uh, Jack picked out. Uh, and picked on uh, Maroon. He is a big player, but uh, I don't think necessarily it was uh, because of his uh, height or his weight. And uh, let me tell you one thing, and one thing only, and that is Jack Edwards is the ultimate homer, and sometimes he kind of crosses the line. All right, let's do some name dropping very quickly. What do you have? I've got a great name for you today, and it's a guy that uh, I have uh, had dinner with on a couple of occasions. It's been a few years. I don't know if I ever told you. But uh, several years ago, back when I, in my Florida Panther days, I got to meet uh, on occasion through a mutual friend, uh, Dwayne Johnson. And he's in the news today. Uh, we, of course, uh, are uh, talking about The Rock. Apparently, I was reading today that uh, he was recently in Hawaii. And when he was a youngster living in Hawaii, he used to sneak in to 7-Eleven there and a specific 7-Eleven and sneak a candy bar, usually a Snickers. Well, he was recently, as I said, in Hawaii, went in and bought every Snickers bar. He said it's the least I could do, and he's done it not once. He's done it several times when he's gone back to Hawaii for whatever reason, and uh, he's gone in and purchased every possible Snickers bar he could and then gives them away throughout uh, the city or wherever he is in Hawaii. I would like to point out that you have brought up The Rock many times on this show. Even though oh, you're I like, I don't know up. if I've ever brought him up. Yes, you've brought him up many times. <laughs> Wasn't it the same? Was that the same party with Anna Kornikova's mom where it was you and her in the coat closet? No, that that was a, uh, the Anna Kornikova 
Anna Kornikova, mother's uh, visit, was at a fundraiser back when Pavel Bure and Anna Korva, Anna Kornikova were an item. And uh, the mom was there for this uh, uh, fundraiser. And, uh, yeah, we had a, a long chat, but no, a different time than we were with uh, The Rock. All right. Well, thank, long chat. thank you, Rims. We'll talk next week. And we'll bring Anna Kornikova with us. How's that? Oh, Sounds I great. enjoy that. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. On the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest. I also online. like it if you go to a random 7-Eleven in Hawaii and you're like, hey, you guys have any Snickers? Like, no, no, the, the Rock, rock was here. <laughs> oh, would he leave him? No, he took him with him to distribute around the island. And it's like, no, but but right here now, I wanted a Snickers. They're like, sorry, the truck doesn't come till next week. You're out of luck, pal. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. And westbound U.S. 33 remains closed due to an accident between Northwest Parkway and U.S. 36. Still going to want to find an alternate route to avoid that closure. And an accident off on the left berm on the northbound east outer belt after Alum Creek Drive. This report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on 80% lean grass-fed ground beef. Just $3.99 a pound now through December 6th. Get real. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Buckeye basketball coverage coming up at the top of the hour. Buckeyes and Duke tonight. Big one. Timmy Hall joins us. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man, little ACC Big Ten Challenge. Weird tip-off time, a little 7-15. Before we talk about the game, it is Mm -hmm. Wild Card Wednesday. And we have a prize to give away to our favorite Wild Card Wednesday, a $50 gift card from Romeo's Pizza. Do you have a winner, Bone? I do. And it's one we've read before, this one from Just Some Dude. Timmy, I think you need to hear this one, and you need to weigh in. Okay, yeah, what is it? His tweet is, your toilet is now sentient. Sentient? It It is aware. It, it knows uh, what's uh-huh. happening. Yeah. Would you prefer your toilet to passionately, exuberantly crave what you produce or deeply resent and despise you for what you do to it and why? I chose <gasps> craving. You know, for it to sit down and say, oh, my God, thank God you're here. There is actually, for fans of the show, there is a better call Saul where he is struggling as a lawyer and he's getting into patent law and a weirdo has a toilet, literally a toilet sitting in the garage that makes sound effects and craves getting crapped in. No I way. kid you not. Yeah, no there's way. A, people that are fans of the show know exactly what I'm talking about. So and w- yeah, I, would you choose that? I choose that. It says like, oh, thank you so oh, much. No. No. <laughs> it's actually one that's designed to encourage the kids to use the toilet. How about, how about it's pretty this? creepy? How about this? Oh. You sit, bone, you sit that's down. Gross. <laughs> you sit down, bone, and you start to go. And then all of a sudden. Oh, yes. No. The no. voice of yes. Paul no. Keeler. Yes. No. That's it. No. Why do you want this? Oh, no. I don't want either. <laughs> I want to go in the woods. That would be my option is I would never use the bathroom in my house again. I would just find it outdoor. I'd have to go outside. Now, the the toilet still can't move, right? Like, it's not going to walk about well, the house. No, it's not going yeah. to tap you on the shoe or Although, anything. that might be okay if it walks about the house and it's wherever you are. You imagine Whenever if you got to go. If the toilet was sentient but did not want, and then it was still able to walk around the house and it was just sitting there like a beleaguered roommate, just like, oh, what are you going to do? Yeah, what you gotta voice? Use, you got to use the bathroom. Sounds like again? stupid bread to me. 
I'm just saying, like, that you imagine what kind of voice the toilet like, would well, have, right? I guess you, you have to do what you got to do. I saw you eat that giant burrito. I know what's happening. Oh, hey. How's just it going? Me, I was going to finish up this game on Xbox. I guess I'll just get in the bathroom because I know you got to do something. <laughs> and you'll just be like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I don't right. think it'd be good if either if it was tapping yeah. on your shoulder, like, eat another burrito, please. I can't wait. I'd just be creeped out. Buckeyes and Duke. Coverage coming up at the top of the hour. How you feel about this one, Timmy? We talked yesterday about it. And the feeling hasn't changed. I don't remember talking to you about it yesterday. We talked about it on the air yesterday. We did? What did you say? Yeah. What did you say yesterday? I don't remember this. took it to the bank. Oh, you, that's right. You took it to the bank. Buckeyes win. It's bank time. Oh, because of the, yeah. uh, the history? Because of the history and Duke has 7 trillion freshmen on this team. I know they're fantastic freshmen. They're always recruiting from the top of the deck. Purdue just got these guys by double-digit points. That could mean they're a little bit angry, but if you look at it, as far as the rest and recovery time, the Buckeyes were in Maui, so there's a lot to recover from getting back from that trip. But Duke was just on the West Coast playing three days and three games in three days or three games in four days, whatever it was, more recently than you were. So they're gettable. Like they're Duke, but Ken Palm ratings, Ohio State is one click higher than the Blue Devils right now. They have. They have it in them. Clearly, I think they need to get big games from these three guys, Zed Key, Justice Suing, and then Sean McNeil Your has guy. got to come out there and kneel some guys. Buckeyes and Duke, top of the hour, right here on The Fan, back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. McNeil's really got to do some kneeling. <laughs> I guess so. Right, Timmy? I guess so. Timmy's laughing at his own joke. Didn't come, didn't come out the right no, way. No, I didn't. Did, I didn't think so. Didn't um, come out right. So this is. I just saw this coming down like in the last hour, and it, I don't know who to believe here. I find. I mean, I think I know who to believe. I believe Austin Ward. But Nicole Auerbach tweeted out: If the Buckeyes land at number five on Sunday, after everything shakes out, if they don't make the college football playoffs, the Rose Bowl is strongly considering taking Penn State instead of Ohio State. Sources tell Stuart Mandel and me. All right, and then cares? she has a I report. Well, then here's the thing. Austin Ward tweeted out, as we reported, or as Ohio State rivals reported yesterday, Buckeyes themselves requested that the Rose Bowl take Penn State if Ohio State doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Ohio State's saying this. Well, basically. Austin Ward is saying yeah. that that's what Ohio State right. is saying. And again, I trust that Austin Ward got that from someone. I just don't know... Which phone call happened first? Did the Rose Bowl call and be like, hey, Gino, FYI, if you're in, we're not interested. And Gino's like, oh, yeah, well, you you can't win me. I quit you. I'm going to the Orange Bowl. And then just hangs up. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. Or did Gino dial and say, hey, Rose Bowl, pound sand. We're not going to go there. But if we have to, we're not going anyway. Screw you. Anyway, I'm curious. But that's that's all in the reporting now today. So, Timmy, just for my own records, I'm making a list of everybody here at the radio station. Are you uh, circumcised or uncircumcised? Just the first circumstance. Yeah. Oh, you didn't ask me. I've seen yours. Oh, that's right. Well, you know. Circumcised. Mm-hmm. T- Teddy, circumcised or uncircumcised? And you've seen mine as well. Right. Just like Bone. Thank yeah, you. that's right. <laughs> well, what's the answer, boys? They're all pretty identical. <laughs> that's three in the snip department. Snip? You? Yeah. yeah. Snip? Yeah. Unsnip or snip? I keep growing it back. I got to keep getting it done. <laughs> <laughs> you keep it's not supposed to grow back. You should probably get a different you might, guy. You might want to get that checked out. Yeah. So, if, I, if I don't trim it. No, it's not a trimmable thing. It's a one and I'm done. I'm supposed to get the vasectomy, but I'm too afraid. That I'll bring over my hatchet. That's a different... I just want to be clear. That's not 
where that is. That's a different well, part. Well, it's somewhere close it's around, to it. It's, it's, I get it. it. You it's know all the same that, zip code. The yes. hatchet may as well be, because it's not I'll being used. I'll lop it all off. Yeah. <laughs> you won't have a problem. That's the used. ultimate vasectomy. So just do I'll it. I'll make you a Ken doll. That sounds like... Turn me into Theon Greyjoy. Mm. I'll be fine. Okay. I don't know who that is. That's a Game of Thrones character. Oh, there you go. I had thought the it, whole kitten caboodle. I don't know if that was also on uh, Breaking Bad <laughs> radar or that was a right the hell. Wow. <laughs> Buckeye basketball coverage coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Police on scene of an accident westbound North Outer Belt at Sawmill Road. That's off on the right berm. And some good news for you, westbound US 33. That accident now cleared between Northwest Parkway and US 36. Roadway is now reopened. This report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on a two-pound bag of seedless clementines, just $2.88. Now through December 6th, get real. I'm Eddie Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Track. From the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan.